Welcome, everyone, to our latest episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a game bring you new topics each and every week. As always, I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Gauzfather. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Pseudo-Buddha45. I'm Preston, a.k.a. Funkadelic Jedi. Yeah, Christian, what was the little look for when I first started? I started like, so, head No, for, okay, first of all, dramatic. <laughs> and secondly, no, I'm just, because right before you see, you just had that giant gallon bucket that you're taking a swig oh, out of. Half gallon, just a half gallon. Oh, back to the hydration cast? I know, yeah. yeah. I had 200 ounces of water yesterday. Um, I was going to count how many times I peed. I lost count after 7. It was like 11 in the morning. So I was like, yep, not going to do that today. God, you should have seen it. It was fucking, when we were playing 14 (laughs) earlier this week, He uh, like at least five (laughs) pee breaks. He's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get out of a dungeon. I got to pee, I got to pee, I got to pee. And then just like runs. And you're like, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of water. I don't know what to say. It is what it is. I'm sorry oh, to see wait, results, now, though. At least he gets it, though. Poppy pees, and he's like, you know what? I get it. I'd pee on my floor, too, if I had to wait this long. There was... What was I... I was doing something the other day where I thought for sure I wasn't going to make it to a bathroom. Oh, I think I was driving home or something from wherever. And I was like, I don't know that I'm going to make it right now. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I've had so, so few of those moments that they're all, like, ingrained in my mind. Like, the last time... That happened to me was at Mardi Gras in St. Louis when I still lived there. We could just um, pee on the ground at Mardi Gras. F- no, dude, there's millions of people there. I'm gonna. That's that's an instant ticket. I'm going to jail. Like <laughs> nobody's going to jail for peeing in the street on Mardi I Gras. I guarantee you, Mardi I if bro. there is. There is a limit to what people are wanting to see on Mardi Gras, <laughs> and it's not that. And I guarantee you someone's getting a public indecency ticket Depends where you're like at. that. Yeah, but you're not going to jail it, it, for you it. You know what, like, Preston? What's, that's what's true. And I'll tell you, ticket? I wasn't at the area where it would have been acceptable. Fair enough. Right. <laughs> and, but, so I'm sitting there, because we, we did the, um, like, the Bud Light, like, tent thing. Mm-hmm. And so... We're in line. I'm waiting. I got in line when I was like, my body was like, hey, you you definitely have to pee right now. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll hop in line. And then obviously, like, it just takes so long and everybody's drunk. And so it's just hard for people to even figure out, like, how to use a line or whatever. And so I'm sitting there. I got to the point where my kidneys or whatever started to hurt so bad. I was in tears. I was crying. Like, I was like, it's, I'm not. Wait, it, it, was, it was the when most When you get to pain. that point, yeah, peeing isn't even, like... It's not even a satisfaction. You're not even like, ah, oh, finally. You're just like, this hurts. Like, everything yes. yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, this sucks so bad. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I cannot do it. And I'm like, I'm waiting. It was like, I'm like, there's like maybe like five people in front of me at this point. And I'm like, I'm like, it's the panic starts to set in. I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go. So like, I'm going to go find a corner. And that's what's just what's going to happen. And everybody's going to have to deal with that. And there's just nothing that I can do about it. Yep. I know people that don't know me probably see how much water I drink and are thinking, like, he's detoxing. Like, he's absolutely trying to pass a drug test, right? Because otherwise, like, why are you drinking so much water? water. (laughs) So, anyway. um, Yeah, oh, hold on a second. Not yours. That is my comic book. Thank you. So somebody... Out of reach. Yeah, somebody is just... Being a little nuisance because she doesn't want to be pansy. trapped in this room. Yeah, rain day. Um, I know. So I let's let's address the elephant in the room before we kick things off today. Um, if you're wondering, wow, Alex sure wears that hoodie a lot. You're right. 
It's very comfortable. Hey, it's free advertising. And it's cold outside. So if you want to be comfortable like me, go go buy one of these Kamigashi hoodies. It's it's pretty great. But also yeah, bonfire. Yeah. yeah. I only have I only have two like lounge hoodies and they're like the ones that I wear when I travel and I'm just like screwing around the house. So that's what we got. Oh yeah, dude. I got my blue one of those and I got a mm-hmm. nice yellow big one and I got my emos hoodie. And that's I will wear those multiple times throughout yeah. the week. I have I have this one and a black one I got through work um, that I'll wear like when I travel and then I actually have like a, a zip jacket that I'll wear when I travel a lot too that has like yeah. a tattoo shop on it, um, but I those are those that's it, like super comfy hoodie. I, I hope Jake loves me just rubbing it sensually <laughs> for everyone to see. So <laughs> anyway. I have like twelve hoodies. I'm getting to the point where I almost have more hoodies or as many hoodies as I do shirts. Oh really? Yeah, I'm starting to stock yeah. up. I'm starting to get more. I know. love that hoodie lifestyle, man. I it's love good. hoodies more. Than, yeah. I I the fall when you can wear like shorts and hoodies, pants and hoodies, when you can wear sweatpants and hoodies, and it's all like okay. This is the time I thrive. Like, and it's it's very yeah, similar. Like, you it's, it's to a same... live in hell. Yeah, that's fair. It's <laughs> my wife. It my is, wife. It's very similar. Like, you know those girls that come out every season that wear like the solo vests and like the the boots and the like. Like, like I'm the same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm the same way when it comes you mean to mothers just for hoodies. No. No. Rich, <laughs> affluent mothers. Yes. <laughs> oh, suburban. Yeah. Sure. Suburban, that's fair. Suburban. So, this is the time I thrive. I love it. Best time of year. Me and all the other suburban soccer moms. I thought they were the Ugg boots. <laughs> Look, man, I am totally a basic bitch. Like, you can catch me at Starbucks with all those moms drinking my caramel brulee latte with soy hey, milk and no whip. I don't care. They stopped milk, no sin- selling my cinnamon dolce latte. Now they got this new gingerbread cookie latte. Pretty fucking pretty good. good. Pretty fucking good. Not gonna really lie. Good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm back. I'm also back along with drinking nothing but water. The only other thing I drink is just black coffee until like 10 in the morning. Um, so I, I can't have those anymore, but when they all first dropped, I went like, I I tried one of all of them, all the flavored drinks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picky. So what's the face? Why can't you, why can't you eat until 10 in the morning? No, 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 no. I can eat. I just, I don't like, I don't drink coffee past a certain time in the morning, but I'm also not doing the like big flavored coffees. It's just like, I black see, coffee black with at, at most it'll be a splash of uh oat, oat creamer and that's it yeah i don't do anything like, just i thought you were like yeah i can't eat until 10 in the morning and i was like well, why uh i was doing i was doing uh intermittent fasting but that i would start that at like 8 p.m so i could eat at 8 a.m right it's just 12 hours just yeah and no, i'm not really eating after 8 p.m anyway so anyway mm-hmm. welcome anyway. to the health cast today so uh, let's <laughs> let's dive into our weeks. Who wants to kick? Well, sorry, pressing comment corner before we go to the weeks. I got nothing. You're good. Okay. I'll mess that up for the first <laughs> keep, time. Keep an eye out for maybe some B-roll streams. Keep an eye out for Twitch streams on Sundays. We're doing El Paso. I swear it's fun. I did nothing. I, got I feel like Travis asked me something the other day, but I don't remember what it is. So it's, it's not important apparently. Anyway, no, no comments. Um, he actually, he, he posted earlier, you know, Dave Filoni is the new creative whatever the hell oh, of that Lucasfilms. Yeah. And so why don't we treat that as a comment? Let's see what that means. Nothing, because KOTOR is dead. No, it doesn't I matter. If there's one person disagree with it, you. They can give it to us. That'd be him. Yeah. 
I think you're being really hard for no reason. I think you guys are both huffing copium because you like the shows that he's made, which is fine, by the way, because they, yeah. they seem yeah. good. He makes, he the, makes the best good content. Star Wars shit, man. Yes, why he's yes. the only one. That's, that's cool, but that doesn't mean great. anything's going to change about Star Wars. Yes, it doesn't mean it's going to be good. It's going to be better. It means yeah. the show, like, yeah, but I, KOTOR's, here's the thing. I, I'll be the first one to, to roll back anything I'm about to say, but uh, there is... No shot in hell that we are about to get any level of anything in KOTOR being confirmed, especially Dude. stuff like like all of the dope stuff that happened when you follow the quest line in KOTOR about the sand uh, people, the what are they, the Tuscan Raiders, and like their whole religion and then their old connection to the force and like all the crazy shit that game goes into. Yeah, yeah. It, Filoni, you could, Filoni just you introduced. Could, companies he introduced, could do cool shit all the time. I'm not done. Co- he introduced time travel into canon. All shit he can all do whatever I'm talking the same time you're talking. I don't care. And so, <laughs> great podcast. Like, yeah. And like, companies could do cool shit all the time. It doesn't mean they're going to. But he has. He's proven he, himself. And he's introduced stuff already that like will make it easier to do stuff. Like that. he's introduced worlds. time travel. He introduces the There's world between. There's absolutely no yeah. way. I, look, if the, if if we get a full deep dive like we did about the Tuscan Raider stuff, I'll come on this and I'll be like, I will get a Dave Filoni tattoo, but it's not happening. You're gonna see the next Marcus movie that gets announced at D23 is just gonna be called Tatooine. It's nothing but like Tuscan Raiders and the other civilization. Yeah, there. I do that in Book of Boba Fett. It's fine. That's true. You got a little Tuscan Raider in Boba Fett. Got a lot of Tuscan Raider in Boba Fett. Yeah, no, and how no much of it was stuff. anything related to KOTOR? None, but to be fair, it was the best part of the show, if that's worth anything. That's one of them, yeah. That should tell me, you know, no, I'm not. It's, mm. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm right there behind you. They can't even do the remake of the game. They're not going to get a show. It's fine. You never know, though. never know. Could be. That being, said, that being said, the guy, he seems to make really cool stuff, the stuff that he does get his hands on. So hopefully that just means that we'll get more quality things. Mm-hmm. I am not holding my breath for anything that's already cool, though, being brought in in any meaningful way. Yeah. Never know. I, I just liked the whole like article of Dave Filoni is going to work hand-in-hand with Kathleen Kennedy. It's like, I have a feeling Kathleen he's just going to do it. Fucking thing. He's, he's just going to do it. Like, She's going to go, it. sure, Dave. Gonna... He's going to go, yeah. Go back to your hole. What was that? How, 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 how does she sound? Sure, Dave. Sure, Dave. <laughs> Did you know I'm a help lady T? Also, go go back to your hole. Preston, since you built Preston up about being uncancelable, he is going to lean into that so hard. This man's going to no, be wild. No, we are not going to lean into he's that. Just, he's just, he's just a that. joker. Nope. He's just a joker nope. card over here. You don't know what Preston's going to do. I'm telling you, man. I got limits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll test oh, those. God. We'll test those. <laughs> so, who wants to kick things off with their week? I'll go. Okay. Sure. Did you beat any game? You did beat games. I forgot. I did. I did beat a game. Um, yeah. I played the shit out of a game. No, uh, but first, I will say really quick, because yeah. uh, I don't really get to talk about this kind of stuff often. Uh, I have watched a TV show. Oh, there you go. Ooh. I've okay. started watching a TV show. Uh, we got the first. We watched the first episode of Monarch. Um, I know there's a second one out, and there's going to be a third one tomorrow. Um, I haven't watched the second one yet, but I watched the first one. No, so they're, far they're, they're Fridays, I believe. Oh, I thought it said Wednesday for this some week. reason. There's one a week. Yeah, this week is. 
Yeah. Oh, because of Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Um, but uh, very impressed with the yeah. first episode. Very cool. I'm already bought in. I they're telling, they're doing the right thing for monster stuff, right? Like for kaiju yes. stuff, it's yeah. like you're. The ratio is right. Like, human to monster story is right so far. It's very, very... I've... Can I ask you a question? Because I've watched both episodes now. They're both Same. very good. Was there ever a point where you went... Like, I found myself doing this during the second episode. When you went back, you sat back and you go, I'm actually watching a Godzilla TV show right now. Yep. Like a, yeah, like a, TV, like was, a TV show. It was right at the beginning when it was actually going through the history of things. So it was showing like Kong and like it was doing the timeline stuff, right? And um, I was sitting there looking at it and I was like, man, we are really in here. Like, mm-hmm. CG's good like, too. I imagine it is. Yeah. I imagine it must be similar to how people felt when Marvel films were kicking off originally. Like, when the plan started to come together, right? And you're like, maybe just a little bit before the first Avengers movie, right? But like, you're sitting there and you're seeing like all the different films sort of come together and you're like, as fans, right? Because like, I wasn't a big Marvel person in general, but like as fans, like if somebody's like really big fans of that shit, I imagine it must have been a similar feeling of you're sitting there and you're like, oh damn, we're really in here. Like we are doing some high budget, like they are really going for it. And between like, you know, all of the like, Basically, all the kaiju stuff we've gotten, I'll say, probably since Shin Godzilla, because um, I think that came out before the legendary one, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Um, but whichever one of those came first, either the first legendary one or Shin Godzilla, either one, um, we it's been like bangers after banger. Like it, we They have not missed yet, in my opinion. I, I know there's some people who are back and forth with the legendary stuff. I enjoyed them. I thought they were fun. Um, so, yeah, for me, like that's the entire time that I've been watching this stuff, I've just been like, the hell yeah. Godzilla Minus One is not in continuity with the rest of the stuff, correct? Not the legendary stuff, no. None of the ones that come out of so, Japan are in continuity with any of the legendary stuff. Only the legendary stuff is in continuity with them. Okay, so then that the, that one's straight out of Japan. The question is, then who owns the rights to this? Like, how are you making a Japanese film and Toho. you have a whole you have a whole American the Toho has they Japanese just, side. And Toho, they just have legendary they, side. Or I think no. I think legend. I think legendary still license it from Toho. If my if my, if, my okay. if memory serves, Toho owns the whole thing, and they just go, yeah, go for it. Oh, fair. Like they still. I think I think Toho probably still has like a like a you know like a Sauron's eye on everything. Like they're probably keeping an eye on the legendary stuff. But from their perspective, like, I, and again, whatever. I there's so many people who are like you know fucking stuck up Godzilla fans, but. Um, I think from their perspective, uh, there's room for both styles, right? Mm-hmm. Of 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 Godzilla f- or just kaiju films in general, um, and they are probably at, currently they are seeing more money than they've seen in the last like twenty years. Buckets, yeah. So mm-hmm. why do they care? Like, yeah. If hey, I guarantee you, the second the legendary films start stop making money is when they'll stop making those films. Like that's yeah. just what it'll be at. But so far they've been good. I, me personally, I'm still waiting. I, I would love to see 
you know, somebody go crazy with like a a Pacific Rim crossover or some shit. Sure. But <laughs> that would be really cool. It's not gonna happen, I'm, but I'd be down with it. Can I make one comment about Japan and the minus one thing? So I I, I don't know why that movie's called Minus One, but one thing that I found really interesting in Japan, I don't know if we commented on this after the trip, but like there was a new Fast and Furious movie coming out when we were there, and the thing that blows my mind, I think it cracks me up, is just how Japan names stuff, right? Because they go mm-hmm. wild with names. So I think the movie here was called like Fast 10 or something, and there and over in Japan it was like a Fast and Furious, like uh, Tires on Fire or something like that. It wasn't exactly it, but it was just something crazy. So we were like, that's goofy, and we went back and started Googling, and like all of that whole franchise just has wild names there's, for each film it's not even just that it's, it's tons of other stuff and then sometimes they get it better than us like um there was the what was that tom cruise movie it was like live die repeat or something like that oh yeah oh the yeah Japan's name was all you all you need is kill <laughs> <laughs> that is a much that is that's not even arguably that is a much better name yep <laughs> and then like i still think like, I think Resident Evil, like, is probably another great example because it's called Resident Evil here, but then in, in Japan, they've all just been called Biohazard, and that's it. I'm like, that's a way better name. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's that's really funny. I, I want to see Minus One. Um, I actually think it looks really good. I like the fact that it looks... I know we commented on it before. Like, that design looks influenced on the legendary Godzilla films, and I think that design is so cool. Although it looks like they're going to do some unique stuff to them, right? With the way his, like, the, the lightning actually goes up the back and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see it. It looks it looks good, but I like that overall design. It's so crazy to me because I saw some comments. on. I was watching the trailer again just because I'm super pumped for that movie. Um, it's out in Japan I, already, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, somebody, there was a comment that was like, that I saw, and again, the, I broke my own rule. You never read the comments because it's just going to be stupid stuff. But unless, I was you, like, unless you know, unless it's Preston's comment corner, in which case all the comments are great. Yes, but, I mean sometimes you read comments because you know they're going to be nuts, and you're like, "This will be fun." But otherwise, yeah, you don't read the comments. But it was like some guy was like, "Thank God that uh, Godzilla's back to being a force of nature again, and not like the anti-hero or whatever." And I was like, he's been an anti-hero since the second Toho film. Like, in the fucking 70s. Stop opening your mouth. Like, just... Isn't ugh. it his thing? Fight other kaijus, but there's a lot of for, collateral for damage along the way. Decades, like, it was, the, I'm gonna fight thing. other kaiju and just sort of protect <laughs> things. But, sure, let's, like, just fucking erase 20 years of film because uh, it, it that would get in the way of my sweet comment. It's like, I just... God, if I could press a button, I'd delete this. Oh, man, I'd take us back to the fucking Stone Age so fast. And by Stone Age, I mean 90s and early 2000s. But I was going to say, you, you know you said erase 20 years of film, but, like, those films have been around, what, by now? Four, I mean, we're in 2020. I meant 40, 20 as in, like, before. I meant, like, the because they stopped making those films after a while, so I meant, like, in that time period, like, there was, like, 20 oh. years worth of films that, they, that he was an anti-hero in, but it's, you know... Again, not to get into the way of your sweet dig, but it's like, I, you don't even know what you're talking. It was so irritating. But Minus One looks fucking sick. I'm excited. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be good. And anyway, more to the point, Monarch so far was great, and I'm excited to watch more. Um, so game-wise, uh, I finished, and I realized too after listening back, 
to the new episode that we put out. Um, I said that I was playing Alan Wake and then didn't say anything else about it. Like, I was just like, yep, I'm playing Alan Wake too. Yeah. Anyways, and then just moved that's, on. That's okay, though, because you binged it so hard. Now you can actually talk about the yeah. game as well. Yeah, over. well, and what's crazy is is that I can't, I still can't say anything about it because uh, it so would much be surprises. just yeah. incredible spoil. It, Alan Wake 2 is one of those games. There's been a lot of those this year. But it's so narratively driven and focused that anything I say is a spoiler. So I'm not going to say anything about that piece of it. That being said, uh, all the hype you've heard about the game is 100% true. uh, And then some. Like, I was shocked to see a survival horror game in the 90s in Metacritic. Um, Not that it just doesn't really happen that often. Like... You know, most of them sit in, like, the, the 80s range, which, again, is not, like, a measure of quality. It's just, like, that's typically where... Because survival horror usually isn't for everybody. Um, and sometimes they can get in their own way with, like, a really campy kind of storyline or, you know, something like that. And and honestly, most people are just playing... A lot of people play survival horror games for less about story and more about, like, the... the like the it'd be the gameplay experience, right? Like actually playing through the game. Um, this is not one of those cases. That this game remedy is really going for it. I think the nicest thing that I can say about this game is that they end up tying together different storylines and universes across all the games that they've made. And not only that, but then even like the thirteen years that happened between Alan Wake 1 and now 2 but then also like with control and everything they tie this all together in a way that I previously was only I only thought the Trails games could pull off and that's probably the nicest thing I can say about it it is it is crazy what they were able to accomplish and that connected world. they don't even like cause like you know like they like they do things that I've not seen games do before where they like they acknowledge that there was 13 years between the sequel and this, and they're like, or between the original game and this, and they are like, explain it, like they, they that, that is an in-universe thing, like, hey, it's been this long since, and you're like, oh fuck, it really, like, you are, like, they're, they're dating all of these things, and be like, this is what happened between all of those things, and this is what Alan was doing, or like, what happened to Alan during these times and yada 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 and like this is how things were influencing in the middle of uh, control and all this other shit and then like they even give nods to fucking quantum break in a very small ways and then they do the same thing with Max Payne now they can't use they don't own Max Payne or quantum break so they have they can only do very like light references or in Max Payne's case they just call him Alex Casey and it's very overt what they're referencing but if you know anything about Max Payne you're like oh okay that's Max Payne like I know what's happening here um it's very very it's just impressive uh, the entire time press there's one chapter in specific that you play as uh, this this is not a spoiler there's two protagonists in the game that's in the trailer um and one of them being Alan Wake obviously as the game is titled um, and there's one of his chapters that Preston saw me play that I think probably both of us the entire time, our mouths were just completely open. I, like it a is, lot of time you were playing this game, like I'm kind of like doing stuff in the background, dishes, making food, doing whatever I need to do. 
as soon as like I saw what was going on in that section of the game, I'm like, I'm sitting down and watching this. Like I need to, I need to know where this goes. And it went on for a while. I'm like, this is, this is so a great, fantastic, imaginary, imaginary, like very imaginative choice. Uh, to yes. This game, it's incredible, and I loved all the live action like footage that they took for so this game. Good. Like anytime you watch anything on I TV wa- or on a screen, amazing. I think I watched that part as well. Is that where there was um, some music involved? Yeah, so... Well, yes, but there's music involved in a lot of it, but this is like... It's more like, involved here. Yeah, like it's like a, like a full-on live-action musical... Yeah. yeah, is the... Yes, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I watched, I watched this okay. part. Yeah, yeah. So my problem... My only problem is because, like Preston, I was doing stuff. So the game was really cool. I even noticed, like, little nods. Like, there was graffiti in one point. You run down the street. It said, like, AWE. Like, the well, not, So not only that, but all that graffiti in, in Alan's chapters are all... None of it is, um, like, just graffiti. They're, it's all saying something. And I'll even go even further. Even down to street signs or, like, warning signs, like, construction warning signs. But then you get closer... And it's writing that's basically telling you, like, it's your fault your wife died, you're a fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. Like, it goes down, and you're like, this is... There is so much attention to detail, and it's something that 90% of players are going to blow right by because they're just assuming, oh, it's a construction sign, and then yeah. move by. They're not going to read it, and then they go back and they look. Same thing with, a, like, you know, there's graffiti everywhere that says, like, don't write, don't write, stop writing, like, all this other shit, and you're like... Like, I would not... Yeah, it's it's wild. But anyway, sorry. I was, no, you're fine. I was going to say, my only problem was, like, every time I would watch, because I, I would be doing other stuff, maybe I'm making dinner or whatnot, or, you know, hanging out with Allie, and sometimes we were playing Wonder, like Mario Wonder, and I would have it up yeah. on the side, I'd look over. Like, everything looked incredible, but it was so wild that I had to get, like... And I didn't get to see the end, because it happened really late in my time. Um, so I queued up. Just it happened like, late uh, our time too. I fell asleep yeah, like right the last five minutes. I'm pissed. Yeah. Like I gotta go look up on YouTube. I, I, I want to know. I had to queue. I had to queue up a YouTube video of like the story because I was like, I'm not always watching this with volume. And every time I look over, like it's just wild. Whatever is happening, and to that point, like I saw that point you guys were talking, like you're referencing. And I the same thing. I was like, I love the live action. Definitely a choice because I think sometimes it can be jarring. But like you could not have done you could not have done the scene you're doing any other way. Like it would not have been as good if it was not live action. And, and, and shout out to them because those are obviously the, the same voice act like the actual voice actors mm-hmm. that are that are doing those live roles. They acted their asses off. They did a great yeah, job. Like mm-hmm. and that guy who plays very, the very uh, the guy who like was the max face of Max Payne and the voice of it in the games. He's obviously in here too. But that's the writer and like creator of these games mm-hmm. i didn't know that until like recently I'm like oh shit that the guy that just played the, max Payne, the like guy the, the face the you see the max Payne where he's all like squinty face like, like that and the guy yeah. plays agent casey in this one he's like the like creative head of like okay. all these games of remedy nice. yeah. yeah of remedy that's hilarious and he does a fantastic yep. job yeah he does a very very good job um yeah and then you know for survival horror people the game is spooky as fuck oh yeah it got me oh yeah it is multiple times um it is, yeah. Either way, like I said, the hype about the game is real. Go play it. Um, I don't know where exactly it's gonna land on my it's up top of the year list, but it is. 
It is a discuss. It, the discussion is one or two. That's I was about to text you during some of this, like especially that scene we're talking about. I was gonna be like, Christian, get your speech ready because like I will probably be behind you on however high up you want this to go because like it can go pretty high. It is in my head. It is I genuinely. Mean, it was out for a week and made it to like Game of the Year nomination. So that it is usually genuinely, happens for yeah around this time. It too, is so. one of the. It, it is one of the most impressive games that I've ever seen. Yeah, they very impressive. like. It is they they took some real crazy creative choices and they land like they are good it, uh, and it's between I, I said this the other day too is like between this and Resident Evil Four remake the bar for survival horror games is so high now that if I was releasing a survival horror game after this and it wasn't by either Remedy or Capcom I'd be terrified. I, I would absolutely. The Silent Hill creators right now are like, "Fuck, what are we gonna do? <laughs> this this gotta be a good game. That's gotta be a good game." That's why what you do, like that. That's why the decisions of those like indie developers on Steam are such a good one. Like, uh, I want to say Stellaris, but that's not what it was. What was the one you played that was like eight bit, red and black kind of survival? Uh, Signalis, yes. Signalis, Signalis. Like that's why those things are good choices because you're not mm-hmm. beholden to what nope. these companies are doing. You can do your own thing and let it stand. But you're right, like. If you're going to be a Resident Evil, how are you going to stand up against these other two with the same graphics quality and stuff? Like, if your story's not on point, then people are going to forget about you. If your yep, gameplay's not on easy. point, people are going to forget about got you. too many like, options now, yeah. I also yeah. find it very promising for, like, whatever Control 2 is going to be. I'm excited to continue that story because, like, that's a game I really enjoyed because I'm not into the super survival horror. Don't mind a little spooky. I just want a yeah. gun. And, and fast movement that I could do and control. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they continue in their like w- w- their remedy unified like universe, like what remedy, the uni- remedy extended universe. universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I whatever their ne- so I know this is my current prediction and I don't know uh, this is I, I won't say more than this because I don't want to get into spoiler territory I'll save that for game of the year but they have they've announced that there's gonna be two DLCs for Alan Wake I or Alan Wake 2 I mean um, I think one of them is going to solely deal with just Alan Wake like it'll just be self-contained and I think the next one is going to show their hand at whatever comes next and personally i think that'll be control two i so think it would be opposite really... what they did in control right which is control expansion then alan wake tie yes in. i think it would be re- i think it'd be a nice move i think people would be stoked about it but if mm-hmm. if jesse shows up in the second dlc pack for alan wake two and you're running around like you know with the head of the federal bureau of control and doing all that other shit um and there's already yeah, anyway, I, I almost said too much. But yes, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, who knows, though? It's Remedy. They could do something completely out of left field, and, you know, Control 2 might be fucking six years away, and we might get something brand new in the middle here. Like, I, w- I don't even put it past them to try and f- figure out a way to make a, a Quantum Break 2, and but but now they own it or now you know what I mean something along those lines so who knows man um yeah it was really really cool I yeah just it, it every I was it was one of my most anticipated games and uh it did not let me down in any way it was it was incredible nice um let's see I've played I've 
played more uh, like a dragon, uh, Gaiden. Um, I'm almost to chapter three now. Uh, I'm like right on the final fight. Um, I got sidetracked doing side all stuff, the little like Akami, all the, all the no stuff I didn't on the do, streets. So, some okay. of those I, I did do some of those. <laughs> I basically my my rule of thumb with those is I run up. If I have the thing for the person, I'll give it to them. Otherwise, I'm just like, if I don't have it for you, it's like, okay, fuck off. I'm not, I'm not running around to go find it. Um, and then I'll do all the fighting ones, obviously. Um, yeah. I will say one thing for Like a Dragon Gaiden is that it makes me realize how ready I am to be done with the beat-em-up style combat. Um I want that game to be turn-based. a turn-based game now forever. Uh, sevens totally made my rewired my brain. I'm like, that's all I care about. And I don't care about this anymore. Um, not saying the combat is bad in in Gaiden because it's not. It's just it's the same. It's the same it's always been. That being said, um, so obviously everybody knows that uh, Ichiban is the new protagonist going forward, but Kiryu is still going to be somewhat involved in the different storylines, right? Um, Alex, I don't know if you saw this, so I'm, I'm happy to break this to you now, but in the demo for uh, Infinite Wealth, uh, Kiryu, his super move that he unlocks, like his overdrive move, um, is him breaking the chains of the turn-based combat, and he goes <laughs> into full active combat and just starts beating the shit out of people for like a meter, like a bar or whatever, and I'm like... That's such a good touch. RGG is undefeated. <laughs> like it's such a good idea, and like yeah. what, like what a fun way to bring it in. But yeah, um, so that's that's really it. the story is as serious as Yakuza can get, and also as just wacky and dumb as you can think. Mm-hmm. Like the part that I'm the part that just happened recently was I got to this place called the Castle. Have you gotten there, Alex? No, I'm about to go though. I have the quest from okay. uh, I think Akami. So um, you're you're getting ready and you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I don't, you know, Kiryu is wondering. He's like, I don't, I don't understand what's about to happen. You know, blah blah blah. And uh, so you take a helicopter and you're flying over the ocean and you see a giant cargo ship with just walls of cargo containers, maybe like 10, 15 high. And he's like what the hell are we doing? She's like, that's where the castle's at. And he's like, why is it called the castle? It's just a cargo ship. She's like, yeah, it's just, you got to see to get there, right? So you land and there's these giant doors and you're like, what the fuck? The doors open and somebody lifted Osaka castle off the ground <laughs> and put it on a boat and then covered it in uh, cargo containers so that nobody can see it. But then it's basically like, las vegas on a on a ship and like there's like crazy gambling and like a a a a ufc ring where people fight and you know bet for money and do all this other shit and kiryu's like what the fuck is going on and it's like and everyone's like yeah you know it's just what happens when like you know the rich get richer they decide that they want to have a place where nobody can bother them and uh so they decided on this they just put osaka castle on a ship there you go and i'm like this story is about a guy who is trying to get out <laughs> of the Yakuza 
so that he keep his secret identity and keep his orphanage for abandoned children (laughs) along with his adopted daughter basically running meanwhile i'm i walk in and there's this guy who has his wife whipping a bunch of uh people who are in gambling debt that are dragging they're like they're on like this golden chariot thing and these people are like he's they're like she's like go faster and like hitting them or whatever and kiryu at first um, rightfully is like what the fuck like that's not okay and she's like it's how they chose to work off their gambling debt it's what happens when you bet your whole house and that's all you got and you're just like oh my god and but like there's this like it's just like so i don't know how rgg manages to pull it off but like it just yakuza in general but it's like it's such a very serious storyline and then it's just right side by side with the most wacky goofball shit you've ever seen and somehow they make it work i don't know how they do it but there yeah i I know you did this because it's part of the story but one thing i loved so in all these games like hostess clubs play a part because where a lot of business happens in in this world right which makes sense talking about the underworld and clearly like seeing places like so fast dude that cracked me up so what they what they decided to do in this game preston is uh the hostess clubs are live action I so may or like, may not have way. seen some cutscenes, which is really funny to me I because they're like, <laughs> they're it, 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 there. Like, I oh, think live action. This is interesting. I think it's hilarious because like the character. I need to do some more like, research on this. <laughs> the character's like, hey, head over to the the, uh, the hostess club. A brand new one just opened. It's a new immersive hostess club. So you go. It's live action. You come back and they're like. What do you think? And he's like, it really, Kiryu's like, it was really immersive. It's like the most immersive one I've ever been to. It was super nice. She's like, yeah, you perv. Like, I'm sure yeah. it oh was. Yep. <laughs> it's just really, like, the he's way like, that it's not like that. I've really just been funny. involved in a bunch of hosts. Clubs. She's like, you know how that sounds, right? And he's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's I, so, good. so far, what's been nice about it is that it's sort of like a greatest hits of all the Yakuza games. Like, there's a lot of callbacks to, I know, out some of these games you didn't play but yeah there's a callbacks to tons of games and stuff like that opening fight in chapter one is really close to like the same thing in yakuza one where kiryu looks at people and they walk up and he's like you know if you guys are ready to die then step the fuck up and like that's literally like it's like similar to that like it's they and they have callbacks to like yakuza six and five so far like they, they really have been it's it's been like a greatest hits thing and you can tell it's like even though this is a sister game to like uh, like a Dragon Seven, where it, and it's happening concurrently, you can tell that they're really trying. And I think in eight is when it'll pop up. Like they're really trying to like cover all their bases before they finally let Send Kiryu you know, like have his rest, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's awesome, man. Like it's just it's really really cool to 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 see them do that and and how they how they handle it so yeah it's it's been great so far um then other than that yeah it's i played we alex and i did the new variant dungeon for 14 we got the we got the new mount from there it's fine it's mostly just a flex but it's okay the variant dungeon itself is it, it will awesome. it will just be a flex in pvp is all i'll do i'll use it every time i launch in a pvp mode That's yeah it. The dungeon itself is fucking awesome, though. There was really cool fights and mechanics that Alex and I were figuring out that were really fun. Um, the best part it. about those two is, like, you don't know what's coming, and every fight's going to be different. Like, that's the purpose of the variant. Like, depending on your path, 
like everything will be different that you do. And there's nothing better. Like we were in the first fight, I think. And we like, we would see mechanics pop up. We're like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? We're like, get inside, get outside, do this. We're like, man, we play, we, we know you game. You're not going to, you're not going to catch us slipping. (laughs) There was one mechanic that we immediately, we read it. Like it was, we had not seen it before, but we just inherently through the game design, we were like, (laughs) I bet it's going to do this. And so we guessed and we got it right. And we were just like, I got your fucking number. Like I am. Yeah. We're in here, but yeah, it it was good, man. I, uh, yeah, that's that. So far, that's 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 all that's all I've done uh, since then. It was so I, my final time on Alan Wake two was probably like thirty something hours. Um, I did not expect it to go as long as it did. I really thought that I was going to come into this podcast and be like, I finished that and like a dragon. Um, but Alan Wake, did you one hundred percent it? Alan Wake, yeah. Um. Yeah, because I know you yes. said you're mopping up side stuff the other day. I I say yes. PlayStation trophies would say no because there's like <laughs> random combat ones that I didn't do. Oh sure, like For sure. you know, do fucking ten headshots in a row with a crossbow or some shit. But as far as the game is concerned, yes, I was content complete. I, you, I got you did all you did not the, platinum it, but you 100 percent at the game. I I got all lunch boxes. I got all the um uh cultist caches i got all the the nursery rhyme puzzles like I, I i did all those so for me i did now is that to say that when new game plus comes through am i probably gonna try and get those other combat ones so that i can have it be done yes i like the game that much that i probably will go do it um but in general yeah i, I got everything there was to see in it and that was that was enough for me but nice. i really what i'm looking forward to is there's usually it'll take a little while but there's somebody i i and i I can't remember their channel name, but there's somebody who, um, they did this for the first Alan Wake and they did some for Control and whatever, but Remedy has really good collectibles in a lot of their games that always have like lore and story attached to them. And in Alan Wake games, like the first one, uh, they're manuscript pages, right? So it's like parts of the story that Alan is writing that make their way out of the thing and, you know, into the real world and blah, blah, blah. Um, so somebody will typically take because you can go into the menu and you guys probably watched me do this multiple times but you can go into and listen to him like if you hit read it will be Alan's voice actor will read all the lines of the manuscript page and go down the line there is a lot of people who will um, edit them all together so that it's like one giant basically audio book and has all the backgrounds and the music running and stuff I really can't wait for that because that'll be a fun way just to sort of digest a lot of that information Um, but again yeah it was yeah, that that was my week. I was, you know, was nice. Very good gaming week for me. Yeah. Preston, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, big week. Um, I beat Super Mario Bros. Wonder. It's a great game. Wow. Think last you beat last it. time we were on, um, I was on the last like stage staged level area. So um, all I have is that. Did to they? Up. Did they do the thing that happens in most Mario or like? The super hard worlds open up. Yes, out, like the I extra, only saw yeah. one of those, um, but it's definitely like a. It's almost like the Super Mario. It's almost exactly like the Super Mario World Star World. Where we get to a spot and it teleports you to like a section that has like all the difficult areas, like a little hub section in the middle. Um, yeah. I only saw one of those hey. like naturally. I haven't like found them outside that, so I can I can go back and find them if I wanted to. But you mm-hmm. run into one like way too early in that game, like in the first or second world. Yeah, Allie and I ran into it, and we're just like. Pfft. Yeah, okay, no thanks. <laughs> oh, I, I, I finished that those. one, yeah, but it's... You did, did it You did it all? The first, no, it's the first one. That first one that you get? 
that first level. But the whole, oh, not the whole like world. Not There's the whole like section. Sit. Yeah, no, I, okay. I only found one of those naturally. Like I just, I didn't like just stumble across any of the other ones. Um, they're in there somewhere. You gotta find them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I did not find those. But yeah, played through all oh. of it. It was great. So question. I assumed when we discovered the world, you would beat the first one and it would give you a path. But that's not the case. You just unlock one level and then you have to find the others and it teleports you to the second or the third or the fourth, so on, right? A lot like ah, Super Mario World, Star World, yep. to where you couldn't just like yep. find the one Star World section and then go to all the other ones. You had to find those sections that bring you in there. And then to, to get to all one. those. And there's a hub section to where you can get, like, stickers or whatever or badges. Because yeah. right. uh, in this one, I don't think we ever talked about it, but this game also has, like, Christian badges to, like, give you modifiers. So if I want uh, to have an extra double jump or if I want, you know, I can Ooh. hit the lava once and it bounces me out of it. Um, there's a lot of small modifiers you can kind of get to kind of, like, maybe it's better for this level. And on occasion, if but I you can, you can times, only use one. You can only use, you can one. use one at a time. But it's tricky. Yeah, when you die, you can just reset your badge. Uh, but there was one or two levels to where it's like at a certain point, they're like, maybe you should attach this one. It would help you out. I'm like, I'm just falling <laughs> the lava out. I don't need the lava badge. We're fine. Stop it. Um, but it's it, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. it the polish is there, 1,000%. Uh, it gets crazy weird. Um, all the little wonder flowers that you find uh, that kind of change up the level and do something different with it. Sometimes, like you're looking at, all of a sudden it's like a top-down version of Mario you're running around the entire level with. Or sometimes you turn into an enemy, you do weird things with there. Um, it's It's been a lot of fun, and each one of those do something slightly different. So it's it's been a lot of good time. Uh, the multiplayer in it's really cool. Um, I know you're playing a local co-op, at uh, Alex, but mm-hmm. there's like a different level of that on top of there. So I just turn on like the the multiplayer, if you will, the online aspect of it, and there's ghosts of everyone else playing, or not everyone else, but, like, of four or five people. Uh, so, like, when you load in, you can have up to, like, four other people in there. You could you could drop a little standees of yourself, so that way if someone dies, they can go back to it with your little ghost form that you get, and you can touch it and then respawn right there as a small Mario or whatever. And then there's also, also some ways of oh, dropping items for it, other characters. Or in, what's, Go ahead. I was going to say, also, Christian, it's, it's Mario Dark Souls. You can leave messages yeah. for people to give them hints to tell them like so what to I've do. So I've never seen like stuff. text yeah. messages, but I've seen like standees yeah. to where like that's what they are. Yeah, you, you didn't know there was like a square block here, but somebody put their standee on top of that invisible square block. It's like oh, mm-hmm. there's a square block over there. I can just hit that one, and then you can kind of do that with it. It's that's there cool. was a couple like areas that. to where um, they have it to where you gotta find these little like uh, flower coins, and it's like find all the flower coins, figure out how to do it. We'll give you all like the upgrades and stuff or like the power ups and to see if you can find it. And I was going on, I couldn't find it, couldn't find it. And all of a sudden, like, I loaded back out because I wanted to get the badge because there's a badge that will notify you where things are at that are hidden and give you a little spider sense, a little Mario sense. So I'm like, okay, let me put this badge on. I'm going to go back in. We're going to find that last one I couldn't find. Mm-hmm. And I got to the spot and then I couldn't find out where I'm going. All of a sudden, I see a little ghost toadette or whatever running by and this squeezes in somewhere. I'm like, oh, that's where I go. And then I can figure it out that way. It's a lot of like, they'll kind of give you tips and hints. And if you all finish at the same time, you're all on the flagpoles going down. You got little scores for finishing at the same time. It's, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, the multiplayer That's was awesome. very, the online section was actually pretty cool on that one. Um, oh, actually, really quick, Preston. I did something that I totally forgot to tell you uh, that you'll be happy to know. I can downloaded. report this now. Where are you playing it in? <laughs> I ha- so I, yes. So I after I finished, I was like, I know, because I'm about halfway through Like a Dragon, so I was like, I know this is going to be done soon. I was like, so let me just do this now. So 
Star Wars has been purchased yeah, on the yeah, Xbox. Yeah. It has been installed. It is. It is. I was say you probably got a pretty desktop. good deal on it. I saw there was some pretty good deals going on. Black Friday it was. It was it. on sale for forty. So I was like, cool. Yeah. That works. So I snagged yeah. that. It's installed and excited for you. It's too. ready to go. Yeah. Can't wait for you to meet Scuba Stev. It's gonna be a good I time. I also can't <laughs> wait. It's gonna be fantastic. So ridiculous. Um. Yeah. Be Mario Wonder. It's great. It's a good time. If you like Mario, you'll love this. If you want to co-op game with your kids or something like that, it's an also a great option to do as well. Um, did a little dabble, did a little Gamefly dabble of something that I'm pretty sure I wanted to try out. I know we're going to bring up on Game of the Year. I dabbled in Dredge. He did. So, I saw him and I you, planned out. I, like, oh, I, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah I'm I saw like, that okay, too. Let's, just, let's just take it for, you know, I've, I've been warned from Christian. You know, my, my deep sea fear was a thalassophobia. I think that's how you pronounce yes. it. Yeah. Um, and that is the game, by the way. Yeah, that is the game. That should have been the name of the game. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I started up. I'm like, okay, just a nice little. I like the art style. I like, you know, the, how you fish with the little meters and you press the button of the color. I'm like, okay, I get this. It's all right. It's not bad. Not bad at all. I like, like the style. And then nightfall hits. And I'm not near town. And that sure, fog comes sure rolling does. in. Mm-hmm. And it gets extra fucking spoopy. And I go, okay. okay. So uh, I'm trying to get back to town, and uh, just boat. I'm like, guys, oh, another boat. What, are we, what, are we going, what can we do with this boat coming down? <laughs> I want to know what this boat does. Maybe I can someone will tell me something, give me a mission. Hey, you get too close to it, the boat disappears, and there's some scary ass fucking angler fish coming at you and hitting your boat. I'm like, yeah. I got me, because I was too. I was starting yeah. to run away from it, and like it was kind of gone. It's kind of quiet, and all of a sudden, like right behind my boat, is a little, like little, like a little thing comes up, and I'm like, oh god, and I jumped at it real good. It was, uh, it, was, it was an experience. But yeah, I played... Upgrade, uh, just up, upgrade all your flashlights, first thing. Well, oh, I, I shelved it. I'm done. Um, so Oh, you're done with it? You shelved the game? Okay. I played it a little That's bit more. Fair. I'm like, okay, I want to see like, where the story kind of goes. I'm like, I got about <laughs> three hours in, I think. Um, and one night, I just like, okay, let's just go to the edge of the map. Let's see what happens. Let's see what kind of crazy shit happens. I get to the edge of the map. A couple of nights go by. I'm like... I'm getting like the, the eyeballs popping up and stuff like that, but nothing really crazy is happening yet. Uh, so I don't I think I was far enough into the game where I didn't have like my panic meter or whatever the fuck it is go up high enough. I'm not sure. Um, so I go. I'm doing it. Uh, I find the guy who wants all the trinkets. He's in that weird house, and then he has me go to this like cliffside area. Go to the cliffside area. Talk to some people there, and it's like, hey, there's some stuff you might want to find in the cliffside area. Go in there. And they're all kind of warning me about, like, oh, people have laid the left. They're, they're all, like, yelling at us, but we couldn't hear, hear them. So, like, we're kind of just hanging out here. I go in there, and it's nighttime. All of a sudden, you hear the rumblings, and you hear the roar. And fucking, that's when the eel came at me. And I fucking got freaked out and went, ran away and kind of explored a little bit more after that. But I'm like, no, I'm, I'm done with this. This is... I know it's, I thought about it. I'm like, maybe I will finish it. Cause it's only like eight, nine hours. Like it's under 10. I'm like I could probably finish it. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Not every night. Like I can't just bring myself to do it. So I'm um, shelved that because I'm also playing another game that I started up that I love. It's on game pass called cassette beasts. Yeah. Christian has talked about loving this game. Christian underplayed how good this game is. Like, don't be wrong. <laughs> He's, he said it was good. It's not like he didn't say it wasn't good. I said I made it on my top of the year list. Made it top of the year list. But it didn't really convey like how good this game actually is. Yo, if you guys, if you hate Pokemon, you're not going to like this game, all right? If you don't like that game play style, you're not going to like this game. But this is such a fresh take on a Pokemon-like. It's not 100% Pokemon. Um, and it's 
the music you have there at the very beginning when you first get into the gramophone. It's like this soft rock uh, song. It's uh, I wrote it down uh, wherever we are now, and it has this like girl-like vocalist in the background. You can turn the vocals off if you want to in the menu as much. I noticed um, if that gets a little too much for you because you will hear that song every time you're in town. But it's it's a nice little charming game that will take some fucking left turns in its story and what's going on in that world. Oh my god. Like, I was, like, telling my friend at work, I'm like, yo, I've been playing this thing called, like, Cassette Beats. I know you're big in Pokemon, and, like, your kid likes to play games with you. I'm like, you should totally get this game. You should play this game. I got, like, to the four-hour mark, and some motherfucker gets, like, murdered or some shit. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should go back to him and, like, tell him, like, maybe not, <laughs> depending on how you and your kid are with that kind of shit. There's, like, it gets a little more deeper. It's not, like, super dull. Like, the guy didn't have, like, blood spurting everywhere. It's like a beam of light came down. Something happened, and... He just didn't exist anymore, and it was, they made it like, yes, he's gone, he's, he was murdered, he was killed, he was t or taken away, who knows what's going on in the story. Yeah. But it's it gets weird, it gets, not spooky spooky, but it, it gets, like, there's like a little, 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 little taste of horror in this game, of this very charming, like, Pokemon-esque game. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving all the names of the attacks, and like, all like your actions, and the names of the actual beasts in there, which are super fantastic, like, I just, uh, I'm going on a quest now, and you can get multiple partners with you. It's you and someone else who's usually coming around with you, uh, and you kind of like have like five. You have like five social or six. links with those people, so if you do the missions with them, the social links go up, whatever. So I, it's a, her name starts with the M, but it's the one you go um, and you're looking for like a record with her. I just started yep. that one up, um, but her little beast that she brings with her is um, what is it? like Telekitty or something like that, but it's a cat with like a television on it. Telekitty. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's what it is. And it is perfect. Like all these names like they got going in, it's it's would you it's such a would you say name. it's would you say it's perfect? Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, this man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh it's, it's really good. It's you we don't we can't say too much about the story because I think that like ruins the surprise of what like this game is actually yeah. about. But it's Bar none, if you have any interest in like a Pokemon-like game, like it, this will be 100% for you. It's very, very, very good. The nicest way that I can say it is like it's not. There's a lot of things like um, like Temtem is a great example of something that just tried to be Pokemon, right? Like it was, and so yeah. it's like that. This is not that. This is like a game in the same genre. Like this is like like. Resident Evil versus Dead Space. Like no one would say they're the same game. They're just they're two games in the same genre. I think by the end of it, and even even before that, but in my opinion, by the end of it, Cassette Beast does enough to completely divorce itself from being like, oh, this is just this is just Pokemon, but with this twist. It's like no, this is its own thing. Yeah. So let me let me ask you. You said it's on Game Pass, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not opposed to Pokemon games. I've played old school Pokemon. I played Arceus a while back. Is it gonna make your game of the year lists? Meaning, like, do I need to go play this before we have our conversation? Yeah, I, I already. Said, be, it is on my list. It, okay. it should definitely okay. be something that you check out. Okay. Give give give, okay. give it give the first like two hours. If you don't like it after the first hour and a half, like you're not gonna like this game. Sure. But and I guarantee you, it will it will get you for sure. I think you. Since like it's it. on Game okay. Pass, you and Preston can try the co-op. Can't do co-op online right now. Co -op oh online. right, yeah, you can't do it online. Yeah, yeah it's only local. But only. sooner or later we'll get that. Um, maybe we'll just wait for the DLC or if that has happened, then play the DLC together. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, today was the day I finally got to the point to where. Um, so when you're battling, what happens is 
Christian has explained this before, but you got cassettes. That's how you record people. Like cassettes are like your Pokeballs, but you're not throwing the cassette out there and the monster comes out. Like you just transform into that monster when you're playing the cassette. So yeah. when your life meter goes out for the monster, you are down there and that's you and your life meter now. If your life meter depletes, you go back to town. Or if you don't get your life meter depleted by the next turn, you can transform into another one of your beasts in your team, which you can have up to like these yeah, four. Yeah, you just switch out the tape. Basically. You switch out to the beasts. I've gotten to the point now to where I'm facing people who have more than one cassette, and mm-hmm. I destroy them before they get to their second cassette, so they can't play their second Pokemon or beast, if you will. So yeah, like my, my, my last hit like gets them down, and he hits like the main the character or the the, the I don't know that not trainees, but like uh, people you find on the wilderness that you find. Yeah. Um, and I take them down, like their health is pretty low. And then the next character does my next attack before I transform and it takes them all the way down. It's like, nope, they can't play their next monster. I'm like, awesome. That is fucking And cool. there's, there's, there's overflow damage too, right? So like if yes. you get somebody who's transformed and they, like the monster only has like, you know, 10 health left. If I do a move that does like three, 200 damage or whatever, it'll take that 10 and eat that 10 but then the rest of the damage will then transfer to themselves and all the attributes transfer too so if yeah. your if your monster was poisoned or if they have like melee that does more damage to them that'll transfer to your character as well once you're out of the transformation yep. uh the fusions are super fucking cool the fact that you and oh. your other partner every single different type has a different fusion it's not like okay well these rock and this electricity one they all come they're all gonna be the same rock electricity guy no they are the same. It's the, the looks, by monster. The looks yep. are also in there too. So it's it's very cool. I'm evolving people real quick, Christian. As far as how evolving goes, I don't. I think I must have missed it. So you have your cassette, your monsters, little cute faces on there, and then um, you got like uh, dots and then hearts, right? So the more you play with them, so, the more hearts you get. But like, I don't understand when you evolve it because I was like, oh, evolve now. And it's like I don't think I had the hearts for it to evolve. I got I I got confused by this too because it it. Um, they, they they set the heart thing automatically, and it doesn't explain. All the heart thing is, is that that monster is favorited. Um, so you can just press unfavorite, and the heart goes away. It's not but like there's multiple thing. slots, aren't there, for, like, multiple hearts? The, the slots are, when you look, It's those are stars. So there's stars that you'll see. Those are what's matter. So five stars means your mo- if, it, if it can evolve, your monster will evolve at five stars. The heart covers up part of it, and it makes it look like it's a slot thing. If you just hit unfavorite, all those hearts go away, and then you won't see them anymore, and it won't matter. But then you'll be able to see where the stars are at there, and that's all you need to look for. It's just five. Once it hits five stars, they. I've just been. I don't think they pay attention too much. It's just more like, hey, I have to finish my rest, and it's like, oh, you want to evolve? And then there was one that was really cool, Alex, to where it was, it evolves, but it's like, okay. Well, choose between these two options. Do you are you a person who like in battle is about honor? Are you are the person that's all about victory? And then it will be a different evolution for whichever one you choose for that hmm. that beast. Which I think is a way better choice to do it as opposed to the arbitrary night and day sort of, or happy or sad or like or, oh does it have this kinds of moves and did you feed it this color is it holding for, okay, this cool, item does this. yeah or yeah whereas this time it just asks you a question straight up and you're like yeah yeah this and then it does it it's and way, then my Sandshrew it's way guy more, turned into a really cool like Triton looking dude yeah it's yeah, awesome it's great it's fucking rules yeah and um. It, I love so the name isn't even called evolving. They call it remastering. Yes, it's remastering. In like a, the track is tracks, yeah. that makes that makes remastering sense. Remastering the track. It's, it's so it's such a good idea. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. that music yep. all together. It's phenomenal. Been so loving it. Been do, loving you, it. 
Do you feel the same level of frustration I felt at Game Freak where you're sitting there, you're playing the game, and you're like, this is a team of like 15 people. You are a bazillion dollar company. What the fuck Dude, are we I'm doing? I'm waiting for like the ball to drop on this thing at all times. I'm like, okay, when is this game going to become like, okay, it's not that great. Or okay, here's the gimmick. Or okay, this is being repeated over and over again. Yeah. It doesn't happen. The game is just fucking phenomenal. Like I'm waiting for it to turn into a bad game or just a mediocre game. Like it's not happening at all. In like the, fu- the yep. six hours I've played so far of like a 20 hour game. It's your, it's your mm-hmm. Nintendo conversation, man. People show up, just slap your name on it. New Pokemon game. and Me and Christian didn't show up for the last Pokemon game. Money. Yeah. Starting. This is the first one I didn't show up for oh, a long yeah. time. Yeah, it's two of you. Just two of you. It's happened to a lot of people. people. That's, that's all it can be, man. I can only control <laughs> myself, man. Mr. Assassin's Creed, don't start with me. It takes a drop to make a big ripple, man. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Philosophical over here. <laughs> Mr. Right. Motivational poster. As, as the, Confucius Preston says. Is, <laughs> Preston is the cat that's just like, just hang in there, man. <laughs> I've been saying about that KOTOR shit all this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Freak. so we got Set Beast. Love that. Um, still playing El Paso elsewhere on the streams. That's really good. We're a little over halfway now. Um, after watching Christian play Alex Wake the other day, I'm like, I really want to get back to that game badly. It's really good. Noir's great. The raps are great. I've been listening to, like, they have these, like, um, projectors in there now to where um, it's kind of like the radio, too, where you press a button, it does kind of a little story. But, like, it was, like, him and uh, Dracula or whatever, his girlfriend that he's going after... And she's like, it's just a conversation they had about whether, like, she's like, he's explaining Transformers to her, and she's asking how do, trans, uh, do Transformers fuck and make babies, essentially. <laughs> like, do they have sex? Like, how do they have sex? He's like, that's not the point. It's like, they all spark, and they can kind of make more, but, like, they don't, they're robots. They, they don't have sex. She's like, I'm just wondering, because, like, there's more of them. And, like, do they have tiny baby ones? And it's just this fun conversation they're having the entire time. Like, oh, I like this. I like this a lot. There's a lot of little small pieces in there, and like the raps are fucking. Apparently, there's a whole album they made for this game. Oh wow! Of just like a hip hop album, and that's inserted throughout the levels. So you th- you think you're gonna finish that before the end of the year, don't you? Oh, 100. I got like maybe yeah. two more streams. Like it's there's okay. maybe, one, there's yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. I'd say two more streams. I'm into it because it's a eight hour game. Sure. Like, I think you even said seven hour game, and I've already put in four plus hours into it, so it's it's good. It's gonna be really good. Yeah. Um. Uh. Of course. Always snapping, doing some snapping. I got Annihilus. Annihilus is the new character this week. Uh, when he does sure. his... Sure, the fuck that is. I don't even know who the fuck he is. Some <laughs> it's, green it's a, dude. It's Annihilus, Christian. What are you talking like, about? He kind of oh, looks like Ultron. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's green Fucking and purple. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Jobber of matter. the week, I'm sure. He's I can't wait. This will, this will be the thing. This will be the thing that gets Jake to come after me. Is it'll be like all the times he's always coming after Alex, but then I'm like, oh yeah, Nihilus is jobber of the week, and he'll be like, fucking fuck you, Nihilus is the coolest. There's a good chance. No, that Jake I like what I, I like. I, say, I like what Jake texts. He's like, yeah, I don't know who the f that is. Either. Yeah, like Sarah. I'm like, like oh, one of the biggest cards in Snap. He's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> that's that character, I guess. Um, but yeah, he drop him down in that lane in your lane. Any card that is less than zero power gets tossed over to the other lane. So there are characters in there that have like negative 10 power, but there's like some cool buff they have. What you could do is drop that character down, get the cool buff, and then toss all that negative points over to the other side to, for the, the uh, opponent to have. Oh, okay. So I here's see. the bad this part game, about it. This game has changed so much, and even like the year like I played it's it. Insane. Like there was no negative power things it's a insane. year ago. And cre- this so here's the thing. So if the if your cards do not have negative power on that side, they get destroyed. So I've been doing it to where like, you get one lane where you pull on your negative power people, you toss it over, 
or if they have like a bad ongoing, like Electro gives you extra on reveal as far as energy to spend. And then for the rest of the game, he's like, all his ongoing is you can only play one card. So I can play that, get my extra energy, and then toss them over and have the other team only play one card per round. So it's just, there's a lot of things we could do with that. I literally just got it a couple hours ago. Um, it was one of those spotlight caches. I got, got through the spotlight cache. It was really good. Um, it gave me a Nebula at first that I already had. And I'm like, mm, motherfucker. <laughs> and then it gave me some tokens. I'm like, that's kind of all right. I'm like, I only got one more of these keys. I'm like, Let, let's open up the spotlight cache again. And it was a Nihilus. I'm like, yes. Hey, yes. hey, man, you got that good stuff? You can Not get that spotlight cache, brother. Not you can get All those peach variants that I got <laughs> this past couple weeks. Oh, man. I got Storm. I got- I got Black Widow, Shang-Chi, um, and then I also, damn, it was like one or two more I got, can't remember off the top of my head right now, Silver Surfer, and another one, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, all fantastic, all wonderful. I'm this close to getting the Psylocke one in the, con- the Conquest. I've been playing more Conquest than I ever have. I was playing it while he was playing Alan Wake, too, the other day, and just making up all the points, so that way I can get that sick Psylocke variant from Peach Momoko. I'm excited. So he was definitely barely paying attention to your playthrough. Mm. No, because I just I just toss the the turn and then it, I don't care if I lose or not. I'm just trying to play it normally. I'm not like going hardcore on it. So I was watching. While I was doing that. It's fun. It's good. Um, other than that, we we all have only played one more game, uh, which is well, I mean Alex hasn't gone to his week, but all together I was, I was going to talk about it in my week. We played some Halo Five. We played some Halo Five. Yeah. So it's uh, it was good. Oh yeah, it, it's fun. I mean, mm-hmm. thank you, Jake and Christian, for carrying <laughs> us the entire time. But it's uh. It was, I got better it was, it was fun towards mo- the end. It was, it was fun mostly. Christian got me hot. So did Jake. Oh Both God. of them together. He's only blaming me, which is hilarious. I just said Jake, Jake too. I just said yeah, Jake that too. Is the, that is the first time you said that. In the text messages and I can go back and read it. It was Christian pissed me off and that was it. Even though Jake oh. roasted you way harder than Listen, I did. I was, and I was let so the record spicy. reflect. Let the record reflect that Alex started it with me. I didn't say anything to which then Alex goes like, just immediately comes like, well, you know, uh, by the way, last match, I had no, 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 no. You made one simple comment to me before that and I followed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the comment? I don't remember specifically what you said, but you said something, and I followed. It, it was in that game, and I followed up with the. Uh, well, I did I'll tell you what I said last game. That's what that's what I followed up you were, with. You were you were zero and eight, and so I didn't even say anything mean. I just said, "Damn, Alex!" I said zero and eight, <laughs> and I didn't laugh. I'm laughing now, but I didn't laugh then. I just uh-huh. said, "Damn," as in like, "Oh, it's like we're having a tough time." I didn't say anything about <laughs> you being trash or anything like that. I just happened to see it. And you it immediately got defensive. Tone. No, it was not. <laughs> and it was you got so heated. You went, you were like, uh, well, I mean, last game I had less deaths than you. And I was like, yeah, well, the difference is, is that I had 26 kills and you had nine. And you were like, fuck you. Like you silence. Stop talking immediately. Oh, I was I was heated. I was honestly, it's just I am also very competitive at those games. And we've talked like, about this the next the- day. <laughs> we, we've talked about this in the past. Um, there's a difference between me and Halo and me and Destiny for whatever reason. Like, I'm significantly better at one than the other. And I really like this Halo game, but it kills me to not be as good. And it's when, uh, when we play with you guys, we're just against better competition. And I was getting destroyed. So I was already, like, heated in general. <laughs> and listeners, just so you know, Jake, like, you can tell Jake was trying to be nice to us that entire time. 
like just like keeping it all in there for the most part, like just seeing our numbers and like knowing that he's carrying and being like, we're lo- we're not losing by a lot usually when we lose. So it's usually by like, a couple points. And knowing that he's putting all his points on the board, and he looks at me or like Alex and sees like three and eight or like we uh, actually we split our games though. I think we we won as many as we lost that night. Yeah. The game, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm, I was just happy to get to the ones that actually had like control points or something, to where I didn't have to worry about my kill streak. Because then I'm like, okay, I can actually contribute to this uh, win because I can I can actually hold down the fort sometimes yeah. and not have to worry about my kill yeah. streaks. So I have. There's one that I'll open up a little bit. Then there's for Alex was so mad at me for my one, again <laughs> again a comment he brought on by himself, but he was so mad that what he didn't hear at the end of this that match he completely. Didn't hear it because he was already so furious at me. But the match that you ended up doing, like, 1 in 15, like, the one that you had, it was a really bad time. Yeah. Fucking, at the end of it, I was in tears. I laughed so hard. And I know you didn't hear it. But Jake, at the end of it, goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, absolutely astronomical numbers out of Alex that match. <laughs> and I was, I thought it was so fucking funny. And I started, and I just don't hear, I was like, Oh, I know. He, but I was like, if Alex would have heard that, he'd have snapped his controller right, right there. <laughs> but I will. I also peel back the curtain a little bit with Preston. What you were saying is, you know, that Jake was being all up leading up to that when we were playing. Jake was sending me messages of his like you and me tonight carrying Preston and Alex, <laughs> and it was just different memes of like people just like dragging dead weight like across the thing. It was so funny. Hey. I was like, I'm not even gonna say it because yeah. I don't, mind, I don't mind joining. Just you're gonna know that you're gonna be carrying me the entire way through. It just that's what you get for inviting yeah. me. So, and I will say that last match that Jake closed out on the um, the King of the Hill match that we did, uh, man, what a fucking a one comeback from us on that one. We that was Great. we crushed that one. That was <laughs> I, you could even you could hear it in Jake's voice. He was he needed that win. He was happy to have that win. He was like, I am. <laughs> I am ready to turn this game off. I am good. Yeah. We that was a good one. So yeah. Real was, quick before we get into Alex's time. week, uh, one last little thing. I had a little extra like hour like, uh, and I uh, I played I or started playing my own solo. I don't know if I'm how much I'm gonna get into this, but my own solo run of Boulder's Gate three. So I just wanted to get a little refresh because the only time we played yeah. it was with a group, and it was like we're not all getting the story beats and stuff like that. So I'm like, let me see like just for like a solo dolo experience. Let's go through this. And I got about like, you know, a little bit through it, about an hour through it. And man, that's I've said it multiple times. Great game. Story's phenomenal. Going through all the characters um, and getting your party filled up while you're playing the solo is completely different. So I bet one, one, one hour down, 123 oh, to go. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm more just like want to get like the taste of it. So that way for game of the year, I can help better represent it playing the co-op with us. To be honest, as long as you're not, which I don't, you never really do this in a lot of games anyway, but... Um, unless you're like really scraping the map and trying to get like every single thing, I bet if you didn't plan on playing any other games for the rest of the year, I bet you could get. I oh, bet I'm sure. It. But I yeah. yeah. No, like the new Hellboy games like on sale. I want to get to that one before the end of the year. There's, there's a couple of games I want to get to more. For the end Christian, of the I think Christian said he did 120 something, which you did a middle run of like you got what you got and you didn't go out of your way. I scraped. No, that's not true. I did everything. All the quests, but you didn't, like, go for, like, did you go for, uh, you did everything, everything? Yeah. 
Okay. I see. I did everything, and it took me 150 hours. And my my playtime was like 160 or 70, but that's because Steam just counts when it's on. Well, I'm sure if I mainline, I think it took me 40, like 50 hours. I think yeah. I think it took me like the, 140, 150. The difference is that I did a Dark Urge playthrough, and you didn't. Yes. So there's things that I saw yeah, yeah, that yeah. you didn't see, and there's things that you saw uh, that I didn't get because it locked me out of certain things. Yeah. There's no yeah. you. There's no way to do a full 100% playthrough. This like you have no. to do. You you you, sure. you are going to miss stuff regardless. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. it fun. was it was so freaking good. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Um, so my week, let's start with uh, Halo. So we were just talking about it. So I played Halo, uh, not just for these guys, every fucking day since, uh, yeah, because yes. I find it unacceptable <laughs> that I get carried as much as I do. Um, so I've been playing nothing but, well, that's not true. I've been playing a lot of SWAT. One second, let me get this treat for this dog who is trying to continue. tear up my couch. I'll see and say he there was a he was like I refuse to be carried by you guys so I'll be playing every day so that I can keep training and then one day I'm gonna start a new Xbox Live account and then <laughs> stalk you guys so I can do it and I was like hey it's important to have dreams man um yeah so I I've, I've been playing a lot of SWAT and some like I've been doing the normal playthrough like the the Mountain Dew crossover thing, the revamped Halo 3 maps, only because of the XP and to finish off the challenge. So all my weekly challenges, all my daily challenges, all that good shit. Um, but, yeah, I just, I like the game. I like I like having a go-to multiplayer shooter, and Destiny just can't be... Destiny is not that game, and I'm sure as hell not gonna ever play Fortnite or Call of Duty again. So, this is it. And it's good, um, and it sounds incredible on my computer with my headphones and my soundbar. So like, yeah. n- nothing sounds better in that game. You, you, but uh, you've also found a new way to get Jake's ire by saying that you enjoy Halo Infinite. <laughs> sure, like enjoy. Yes. To with that being said, we've talked about this. I'm also not in ranked yet, although I almost started a, some ranked games the other day just because like I need that ranked competition if I'm gonna. I, this is just my opinion, and this is not. I know that there's not a lot of options for a lot of people, and this is not like a. This is not a cop out for a three four three, or not for not even just three four three, but any company that tries to do ranked because it's. It, I I don't think I've ever seen a community be happy, um, in that regard, but. Me personally, you would never catch me in a ranked playlist unless I had four people. Like, it's just not happening. Really? Because no matter what, there will you always be a random. Even even if I get paired with a random who, you know, ten out of, you know, eleven games does perfect. Mm-hmm. It's gonna that one time that it's the eleventh game, it will be with me and it'll piss me off, and I'll be like. Fuck All this. I needed yeah. you to do was just do fu- something. Like, I just need something yeah. from you. Um, so, the the promising thing with me playing is, like, I'm not playing with you guys, so I'm actually with people of my of skill your, level. Yeah. And I'm always, like, top two. Just flat out, like, top two. Right? So, I just need the ranked to get to your all skill level, so I'm not being carried so damn much. Um, but what it's we, fun. What do we call him in, pre- in fighting games, Preston? The basement warriors? That's what Alex is. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to train so hard. I'm going to train so hard and show you guys how I'm much. The, I'm, I'm the best in my neighborhood, and then you show up to your locals, and you get fucking stomped, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, the best on your street, yeah. and you find out there's fuck some dude. I know. The people... Godly. Yeah, the people... I, I would assume there's times where I get as annoyed as Jake does when I'm playing against people at my level because I just look around and I'm like, what? Just play, just play 
the game style. Please, please, cap- yeah. please capture the flag. And then you have please, to remember please. that you're you're getting please. angry at six year olds. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I played a lot of that game. Um, having fun playing Halo. It, it, it's it's fine. Good. Having fun. Um, it's a good game. You can just. It's okay. It is. Jake no, I can't mean, it's, hurt you all the way. It's in not a whole game. Uh, with that being said, Jake, if you see me on in the morning, I don't know if I'm up to your standards, but I, I will play with you and your uh, your dad. You if, have to carry if him you last invite now. me. If you invite me over. I mean, yeah, Dude, eventually. Eventually. Thing, Jake, if you're listening to this, I need you to record it for me if it happens. The thing that I would love is if he does. <laughs> his end dad up starts trolling you, me. And your dad's, his dad starts <laughs> roasting Alex. I. You want a record of that? Not only that, but then I need the sound wave for it so I can get a sound wave tattoo so that I can scan it and play it whenever I want to. <laughs> no, you're just going to put it in the Discord. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dude, that would be really be funny. Like, I would I would he, install he the game and never Xbox, play again. Yeah, he would yeah, also, and yeah. he would put his Xbox profile on private so nobody could ever see him on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be it for you. Which I think it is private now, to be fair, just because I don't like yeah. people yeah, knowing when I'm on, certain people knowing when I'm on. But yeah. um, well, the Xbox platform is a little thing for yeah. you, but yeah, that's so funny. Anyway, anyway, what other games did I play? We played Final Fantasy. We talked about that. Um, How far I do play World. All right, Wonder. Yeah, yeah. So um, we are on the second world, about to go to the boss, the cloud level on the second world. The Puff Puff Palace? Yeah. Yeah. And dude, so we, <laughs> Allie and I, finally hit our first, like, slam your head against a wall level for a little bit. That probably Couple took us 20 times, 20 times to beat. It was this one. So Does it involve they, music? Yeah. So we yeah, commented. that one. I know which one. We commented that fucking earlier. Man. We're like, man, we feel like some of these levels took, like, pulls from other places, like Sackboy, right? Like, the. It feels the, the so much level. like Sackboy. Yes. It thank does. You. Like the and, um, and everything. Yeah. And there's this level where, like, Christian, you 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 have to jump on platforms that are invisible, but they only show up on the beat, but then they disappear yeah. after a while. And it's not like Mario they show up, disappear. Yeah. It's, they, like, as you're progressing, they'll show up in front of you, and the ones behind will disappear. So you have to stay yeah. along with it. And that one probably took us 20 times. Yeah. And we, we, dude, we, I would have beat it normally anyway, but just as it like an insurance thing in the last 10 tries, we turn on the extra block badge oh, and the extra blocks did not help jumping along no. the way. But the very end is one long stretch and I kept getting to the top of that long stretch and it would just pass me and it would just fall off oh. like right at the end. <laughs> yeah. So what it did is it gave you on the last half of that pink blocks below that would not disappear. So if uh, they fell, you still make it. But the one time I beat it, I didn't even need them. I was like, so like frame perfect it. on yeah. it, but it took like 30 times. Oh yeah. It took like 30. It was insane. Um, it was good. but wonders great. It, I tell you, like even with the Mar- the the Mario cartoony look to it, they've made it really pop on the switch. Like this game looks oh, yeah. fantastic. I love the <laughs> elephant. It's fun. The elephant, doesn't take shit. It just like kills anything. It's got with squeeze its into pipes too. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but the thing I like the most, like these wonder seeds are really good to Preston's point. Like what happens is you can finish the level like normal, but there will be a wonder seed in each level and it completely flower. changes the, the wonder flower. It completely changes like the look and it kind of goes like almost night mode, if you will. And like the colors are different and it's shiny, but like some mechanic will be different 
whether it's top down, whether it's running backwards, whether it's whatever, everyone has been different. We have yet to come across a, a reused mechanic, which is like really impressive for these things. Um, yeah. So wonder is super, super good. We're really liking that. Um, with that being said, I do want to pick up RPG Mario before okay. Game of the Year and try um, it out just to see. Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Yeah. The RPG version of Mario. Yeah. yeah. I want to pick that up and try it out before the end of the year to see if it's, it's like, I need to pick up this. RPG Mario. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, I, I was just, I was just saying, I was just saying RPG since we were taking, talking about Mario. And I was like, in case anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, the Mario one. Um, dog, please stop tearing, tearing cat toys up. I know you're mad you're in the room. Chill out. So, sorry if you can hear that. Um, so yeah, Wonder has been really good so far. And uh, they did a really cool design with the first boss. So the first boss being one of Koopa's kids, right? Um, you you fight him like normal, you pop on his head. And the second time, he, he, ma- he uses magic to make you really big for no reason. And like, you have to do the same thing. Like, you have to dodge a couple attacks and bop him on the head. But it's a really well done thing because it shows you like, hey, now we're going to flip it. And he's going to be really big and you're going to be ultra small, but you know what to do now, right? So it's like a little nice touch in game design to show you what you're going to have to do and how to do that mechanic oh, yeah. without just like giving you a pop up to do it, which was really cool. Sure. Um, so there's been a lot of detail in the game and it looks fantastic. So Wonder's great. Yeah. Beyond that, I've played, um, of course, like a dragon. I'm a little bit behind Christian, but I, I'm catching up. Like I'm going to try and beat chapter two tonight just to make it through i like that it's shorter game i like that it's like focused on point this is what it is um and then i think that's probably it i think that's what i've been bouncing between right mario mm-hmm. halo video booking outside of what we're going to talk about here in a few minutes but i i think right. that's everything that um i've i've played so you guys can't see this i have a pile Cat of stuff toys. beside me I have a blanket that she was trying to tear up. I have oh. a pillow that she was no trying to tear up. Objects, I have yes. a ball that was like squeaking, making a ton of noise. I have this like cat scratch box. Like she just keeps going and finding things and bring it over. And I just am piling. It's not it's like have this. Here. It's Let's insane. Don't have this. My comic is over here that she got a second ago. Nuts. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So that I think was my week. But yeah. Let's uh let's with that being said, let's, let's get it. to it. We're we're an hour and twenty two minutes in, which is perfect because this version of the book club probably won't be as long. Um What are you doing? <laughs> so all of my pops just fell off of my nightstand. Cool. Or off of my uh television stand. I just heard like a bang. Um sorry, she has me distracted. So I said we were gonna go to Soros. I that's I, that's the name of the second boss in the Red Step. Originally is what I said last Cernos? week. However, when I... Cernos? No, 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 no. S-A-U-R-O-S no. is okay. the second one. The first boss is oh, Cernos. Thank you. I said last week when we talked, we were going to go to the Red Step and go to the second boss. However, playing it this week, my playthrough was a little bit longer. So I told the guys, like, hey, let's go ahead and do this and stop after Cernos, the first boss. We'll stop at the Red Step. But in talking to them... Their playthrough wasn't as long for reasons we'll discuss here in a few minutes. Um, so this next one, maybe we'll do a little bit longer. Like we'll do, we'll catch up. We'll do like three or something. But um, yeah, let's go. To, let's talk about the pathless. So as we as we said before, like the reasons why I picked it 
because of like timing. I think it'd be a good game to play here at the end of the year. It's more of a casual game, story-based game. But the thing I find fascinating about this game, and we'll talk more about it when we finish it, is just like it came out for PS4 and PS5. It was a console game, and it was one of the games that came out like into the early part of Apple Arcade's life cycle that was supposed to like propel the streaming platform to like what everybody else is to Game Pass and everything else. Like this was gonna be the thing. Um, interestingly enough, that game is is not there anymore, which is will be part of that discussion that we have when the game is done. I still have it on my iPad. When you tap on it, it goes middle finger can't play. Sorry, just not that's there. fucking can't crazy. Yeah, me, by the same. way, and. I, this is all. I know we already had this topic a long, long time ago, but boy, does the case for physical media start rearing its head over and over again? Because that is fucking wild yeah. that you can pay for something and then press a button and they just go, "Oh, sorry, that's not yours anymore." Well, you got through subscription, Christian. I've one hundred percented this. I, I've beat yeah, it once you, and one hundred percented it once. So I've actually beat it twice, and like. You can't even go into the menu and like see my playthrough. It can't even see like the one hundred percent or whatever. Like just not. It just straight up like when you tap on the app, it says it cannot be played, and it, it led me down a rabbit hole um, to see like what other games have left Apple Arcade. So like I don't know if you guys have heard of Oceanhorn, but Oceanhorn's a great Apple yeah. Arcade game um, that was made by some people that worked on Skyward Sword, and since then they've come out with Oceanhorn two and a dungeon crawler Oceanhorn. That dungeon crawler is gone. So I have that app on my iPad, same thing. Boop, nothing. Doesn't. Sorry, you don't have access to this. So, yes, that'll be a conversation we'll have towards the end. The effect that this game had on Apple Arcade, it's not there. I don't think that had anything to do with anything, just the fact that, like, it is not there. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah, sure. But this game is made by Giant Squid, produced by Annapurna. So Giant Squid did Abzu. Preston called this out last time. Um, Austin, is it Win- Wintry? Wintry. Wintory? Yeah. Wintry. Wintry. Uh, the person that did the music for Journey, so he's yeah. in this game, um, or he did the music here. So there's a big pedigree. There's actually, we'll talk about this too. There's two other really special people in this game, which I think is hysterical. Okay. Um, okay. In a moment, which well, we talk about now. It's the voice actors. Okay. So I don't know if you guys know. There's very, there's some dialogue in this game. Yep. Not a whole lot of dialogue, right? As you've as you've probably noticed, there's mm-hmm. a, just a little bit. And uh, it's not even it's not even a language that makes sense. It's like this made up universe language, right? Yeah. <laughs> the voice actors in this game are Troy Baker. Okay. Right. For for somebody that spoke maybe in your playthrough, four lines or three lines in a language yeah. that's not even a room. And then the other person is Laura Bailey. I don't know if that name rings a bell. I could have guessed it, Laura Bailey. Laura okay. Bailey is I a heard massive that voice yeah. actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's huge. I, I, I love Laura Bailey, especially because if you watch like uh, Roll Roll20 or whatever, or Critical Role, sorry, Critical Role. Uh, she's on Critical Role. So, yeah, they got she's both of those actors. <laughs> For sure. Oh, I mean, yeah, if you want, like, not just a game, like, she's been in Dragon Ball Z, she's been in Full Metal yeah, Alchemist, a, so animes, but to your point, she, she, Preston, she took like, over Bayonetta from The mm-hmm. Crazy Lady. Yeah. Rain, she was Rain in Blood Rain. If you want to go way back in the day, she's Gianna uh, Proudmore in World of Warcraft. She's been in Persona she's 4, awesome. Persona 3, Final Fantasy 13, yeah. Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I mean, like, she's literally everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Last of Us Part 2, everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't know she was Jaina in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I didn't either until I was reading that. I, I was blown away. You obviously did not pay them much because this game was developed. Oh. By the end of development, it was made by 33 people, right? Yeah. Small studio. You did not pay them. But, like, 
I would assume. Uh, who, you might have. I, I don't know. Annapurna. May, Annapurna has a lot of money, so that's fair. But, like, you could have gotten anybody to voice act the the minute the voice acting yeah, that's in yeah. this game. There's something about that, you know, there's that name that, like, Star Pit, like, if you're, like, a game and it's got, and, like, it, the title card comes across and it's, like, Troy Baker and Laura Bailey, people are automatically going to be like, oh, shit. Like, that's they'll some take pedigree. more look at yeah. it. Yeah. I, I guess, but, like, it might as well be the freaking it's the Peanuts same voice acting. It, the, the people come on, they're like, bro, 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 bro. And you're just like, but, okay. It's, it's, the, it's the same reason why they're going to call out the fact that Austin Wintry is doing the music here, even though most of the time when a game gets shown, the composer is not listed anywhere, right? But, like, True. When, a new, when a new 14 trailer drops, you're damn sure going to be, like, music done by Sokin because yeah. everybody's like, oh, fuck, it's hit. Like, it, you're, there's, you, you have to try to grab people. There are certain people you can grab people. But, like that in the music world. Video game to be so. fair, the music yeah. is a much bigger part of this game oh, yeah. than the voice than the music, voice acting but, but is. So. Music is music is a massive p- part of any game, but it never gets called out that way. Right, but in this one specifically, it's much bigger than the voice yeah. acting. So it's just it's funny. So there's a lot of people that worked on this game. It was a small studio. They started with like 10, 15 people to make this game, ended up in 33. And um it was it was always planned to be an Apple Arcade launch alongside with uh, PlayStation as well, and it ended up coming out. Right now, it's on Xbox, it's on Switch, it's on everything. Um, right. Ironically, except for Apple. So, uh, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, basically, you are dropped in this world. Uh, we are on the ocean. You're on a boat, and you are a female protagonist. And you are what they call a hunter. And essentially what has happened is the world at large is being um, threatened by some sort of dark force and dark evil. And as a hunter, you have gone to the furthest island at the end of this world where you've tracked like where this darkness is coming from. And you are there to stop it now. And you're the last hunter, too. You are the last hunter. Yes. Yeah, you're the last hunter. Yeah. Everybody else is gone. No one has come back. Um, and on this island, where this darkness is coming from, is an island where all the great ones live. I think they're called tall the ones. Great, tall ones live. Um, essentially, the tall ones are kind of like god-like creatures. Like um, and I say, yeah. yeah, I say creatures because they're not humanoids. They're they're creatures, which we'll actually get to in a minute. Um, like but a yeah, deer. that's like a deer, like a big elk. So spears, yeah. that's that's the world we have been dropped into. Right out of the gate, you have this really pretty aesthetic, this um, very paint-like animated art style. Um, and the thing that stood out to me when we first got into it is, like, the music is fantastic. It's a little, like, Asian-inspired or Asian-influenced, but also just very melodic, and there's, like, some wind instruments in it. So it's pretty calming, but it really, to me, stood out um, as you're here on the ocean when you get to the island. So we get to the island... And there's not a whole lot there. You kind of have to figure out your own way around. And the thing that makes this game unique is their traversal. So the director was saying with a game, they wanted an open world game that had no fast travel points. So in order to do that, they wanted to make traversing the world really quick and really easy. So what they came up with was you, as the hunter, using your bow to shoot these little floating icons around the world. And every time you get like a perfect shot off or every time you get a shot off, you get 
a percentage of your boost bar that helps you sprint. If you get a perfect shot, you get more and it just keeps up the string. So if you hit a few of those strings in a row, like you get moving really yeah. quick around this world. And we'll see that progress as you go throughout the game. Like we get uh, we, we get a way that we can like jump in the air, float for a second and bounce up again. And then by the end of the game, you can do that a bunch of times. You can go ridiculously high and other stuff. So there's some unique things they do. But that's what we run into. So right out of the gate, we're on the beach. We're making our way. We learn how we're going to move. And we come up on, like, a cave. And in the cave, we see a dead body laying on a pedestal. And they have a spirit mask. And what do we do? We pick up this spirit mask off of this dead body without asking questions or anything and just slap it on our face. Because that's never turned out poorly. Um <laughs> Were you gonna say something, Christian? No, yeah, it's just like he. She walks out, and she's just like, "This is mine now. I'm just gonna put yeah. it on my face." That's we're like, we're gonna we're gonna assume that germs the, be the, damned. We're we're gonna assume that the 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 land she comes from with the other hunters, these spirit masks must be an everyday occurrence. They know about because them. Yeah, she, yeah, they know about them because she like did not care. She's like boop on my face, and the first thing. Yeah. I think there's two, one thing too. If you, if the, if she found like the de- like one of the dead and it was just like some dead dude that was on the ground or whatever, and it's like oh okay, you yeah. won't be needing this. I'll take this from you. This was like very clear like a burial chamber, and it was like oh, on yeah. this tomb. So like this was like a this person was laid to rest here, and you're just like that's mine, thanks. You just walk off. And we don't know who this person is. I'm gonna guess though, like just by context, it's got to be some sort of priest or protector of this island and the deities. Because it is like you come off the beach, you go into a cave, that's what you find, right? It's not like you find statues, you don't find anything else. And then once you grab that spirit mask, then when you get that past that, and I'll we'll talk about it in a second, it opens up into the whole world, right? So he's like, in my opinion, the last line of defense. And without that spirit mask, you can't progress forward because the wall is shut. It, it's invisible to you. So that's what it kind of seems like to me. Like he is the protector of these deities on this island of the tall ones. So you put on the mask. You can do two things. You can now see. Um, actually, you can do three things. You can see important areas. They kind of light up red around the map, so it helps you navigate. You can read the language and commune with the dead. So you can like read these tablets that give you lore, or commune with the dead that give you lore. So you will find skeletons laying around the the island other hunters that have been here and have died and um you can see invisible walls and that's how we progress to the next area so we use the mask say oh we can walk through here and it opens up and as soon as we're opened up we come to a little knoll and there's a giant eagle just like massive 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 eagle and this eagle is the uh what do they call it the great mother i believe the the eagle mother or the great mother which is in, in the lore of this world, the Eagle Mother created the world, created the island, and then the other deities who will come across in this game are her children. But she is the one that has started everything. And we see that, like, she's in a little bit of distress. She can't really fly. She's kind of laying down. So we go around, do a couple of puzzles, and we go back. We're like, hey, let, let us help you out. And as soon as we go to help her, what happens? Troy Baker... And all of his glory shows up to ruin. I did not know who that's who Troy Baker was, but right on. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't speak. I mean, it's not yeah. Troy Baker's voice. They're like, oh, shit, Troy Baker is just like, okay, cool. Um, so this 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 great evil, our, our antagonist shows up. He's floating above her, and we are like, hey, you're not going to screw with the eagle mother. I'm going to whip out my bow and arrow. I'm going to shoot you. And we learn very quickly that, like, we we're you in the wrong your place. place immediately yeah immediately like one big sword swipe sends us flying and he's floating and he's like idiot like you're you're running along the ground i'm literally flying and appeared out of nowhere with this giant sword like what are you going to do in fact let me show you how powerful i am while you're laying down there let me kill the eagle mother right in front of your eyes and that's what he does. Just straight up. Like, just kills. Not just like deletes. Like, you're just like, this is gone now. Yeah. 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 And, this, and, and this. While, while also talking shit to you, being like, by the way, who are you? Blah. Like, I mean, like, it's like, doesn't even. Is like, you're barely registering with me, but just to show you, like, what level I, I'm going to delete this deity just because. Yeah. It, it was. It, it's ridiculous. Like, how underpowered and you see why everybody is dead right so it, it's a pretty jarring intro but it makes sense like this is what's going to drive us forward now luckily the eagle mother reincarnates not as a deity but as a smaller eagle and this eagle then becomes our companion that we're going to carry through the rest of the game and the eagle serves a couple of pretty cool purposes so the eagle um from this point into the next point before we get into the game proper helps us get through the tutorial area where we can send the eagle out to get like heavy things and set on like trap door switches and other stuff. The eagle can also help us float when we jump and as we get more power-ups we can hit A and like will shoot us up in the air so it can give us like multiple like lifts if you will. So the eagle is pretty functional. We'll play a pivotal role moving forward but that's what we have. So as soon as we do that, we are into the world proper. We come up to the forest plateau. This is where we're at. So let me pause here and ask, like, initially, you've probably played 20 minutes or so. You've learned the game. You've learned the mechanics. You see the antagonist and so on. Where, what are you thinking at this point? How you feel? No more question? Yeah, so for me, um, I... Uh, from second one, um, you this feels like an Al, or a, a Annapurna joint. Like you, oh, yeah. the second you pick, mm -hmm. the, you're just like, damn, this is Annapurna, like through and through, one hundred percent. In general, I think it's it's really good. I uh, it does it, it. There's this weird thing where like I'm just like, damn, they. They really know what they're going for when they're trying to publish a certain game. Like they're just like, "Yep, it needs to hit these marks, and when it hits these marks, we're publishing it. We're done. That's it." Um, but so far, I really dig it. Uh, the first thing that I noticed was going through. I really like. I, I'm sure that this was exactly how the developers intended it. Now, hearing your story about what they were doing with the open world and the mm -hmm. movement, but I literally was like, when I'm walking forward at first, I was like. This place is awfully big for me to be moving this fucking slow. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm they need to do something about this expeditiously. And then, as soon as you start shooting, you're like, I was like, fair enough, makes sense. So then I start cruising through, and I'm like, all right, this is cool, I can do it. I love, I really love the animations of all of the uh, 
um, the the different ways that she can shoot. Like mm-hmm. there's times mm-hmm. where she's like flipped basically almost all the way back and like sliding on her knees to get a shot off and stuff, which is really cool. Uh, I like but, the I, I like the bow trails too. Like it's not just like a straight line. Like you see it kind of like move yeah. through the air and turn off and stuff. Or the arrow, yeah, sorry, yeah. the arrow trails, not the bow trails. The, the, the most cool. disappointing thing from the gameplay perspective, though, is when you're sliding. Like the game will tell you, like, "Yep, you're locked in completely. Do it." And then you let the shot off, and funk. then you hear like a funk because it hits the tree. <laughs> yeah, you're like, fuck you. Good sound effect. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, I really dig it. I think I love the uh, so. I'm sure it was it was probably easier to get now once like you get the eagle and everything, but um, I got there was an achievement for keeping yourself in the air for like six or seven like little or five like little yeah. things. I got that like really early on because I was just jumping around and doing things. And so then after I got after you get the eagle, obviously you can glide and then keep shooting. I was like, oh, dude, this is way easier now. I was like, <laughs> before I was doing it with nothing, so I'm just like free falling and shooting in between things. But yeah, it, it's 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 really good so far. I really dig it. The, I, so far, the biggest thing that stands out to me is the traversal stuff with the mechanics, and then obviously, uh, which makes sense because they got this guy to do. It, but the music is like very very like just big and like con- mm-hmm. like just tons of orchestral stuff going on the entire time it's really good yeah, yeah. no I, i've been loving it uh so i got into i've seen the trailer a bunch of times i remember alex talking to you when it first came out like i'm like man this mm-hmm. looks like a game up my alley and you're like yeah you can get for it like maybe like wait for it to go on sale or something like that and it just <clears throat> didn't come up um so when you say you're it play- never went on sale it's like been 40 dollars yeah, since it came out but yeah and all of a sudden like you said you're gonna do it for like this uh the game club and i'm like Fuck yes. Like, I'm so waiting to play this game. I just didn't even think about it. Totally forgot about it. Um, mm-hmm. Traversal is amazing. I remember seeing the trailers for it. I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. Like, let's see how it kind of feels. And it feels fantastic. You're shooting all those little symbols. <clears throat> like Christian said, if you kind of miss one or it hits like a tree, you'll hear that little thunk in the distance. I got my surround sound going on while I'm playing this. So, like, I'll hear the, the thunk in the back. And it sounds real nice. Um, <clears throat> floating through, everything like that. It's This game feels a lot like Zelda, but just faster. Because like you got all those mm-hmm. puzzles, you got to figure out how to how to get everything kind of going through. It's really nice. So, are you both of you playing on controller? Yeah. Yes. So I'm playing on mouse and keyboard. Um, Ooh, okay. So I'm playing through like that because I mean I'm playing on PC. I'm uh, right here. I'm like okay, let's just see how it goes. MLG. You right. Hey. I was worried at first because I'm like okay, well, do I have to be like super accurate with my mouse or like I might move the controller if it does like a little aim assist. I'm like no, it's it's gonna automatically track. It's just that's more for viewing as far as like how you can direction with your mouse. So I'm like okay, this is gonna work out just fine. And when you first pop into the the game, like it's. I feel like I have like a wide, a wider screen TV because the perspective that they give you is much wider than you've seen in most like third-person games. Because like, you're mm-hmm. one, they want to show you everything, and that does not stop. Like, there's very few times like you're going into like a building, or, like a cave, like a cave, a cave, and like it, it like <laughs> it gets closer to you. Uh, but when you're out in this open world, like, it's it zooms out and it gives you a super wide perspective, which I thought was a really cool touch. Definitely helps you like kind of traverse and like I see the world around you. Um, and if I'm going to mention two things, if if we haven't talked about them yet, or if like we're not supposed to talk about them yet, just let me know to say we'll talk about it later. Um, but the first time you get the bird and you got to like rustle like the feathers, like the, get the redness off of it or whatever, that's a lot of fun to do with a mouse. 
because you are actually like doing it to it. And then like there's a plenty of times you'll see in my caption down there to where like I get done like kind of rustling it off and it still lets you go there. And like I'm just going to give him a little bit right in the middle. Just going to give him a little tussle right there in the middle of the chest. <laughs> it's been a good bird. Um, but I loved that. It's it, it's very good touch with the mouse. Uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. And uh, so going through all that, uh, awesome winery score is amazing. I remember listening to that score bef- like when it first came out. I love the score. Um, there's timpanis in the right spots. Like the, the, the winds are great. And there was one spot, like, right before we get to that main section. Like, you go into the tutorial, you get to the bird thing, I think that, for the um, eagle mother. And it, that's when you get the bird, and it shoots you up through that gust of air, and that's when you get to the first section, which we're going to probably talk about later, is the plateau. Um, and the score kicks in, and it was like, it took me right back to that last level in Journey, to where you get past the clouds and you come up. I'm like, this is that song almost. Like, it, it, yeah. it def- if you didn't know if this was Austin Winter, you fucking know now, as soon as that song pops in. Uh, but I, I love this game. The, the tr- it feels great. I'm enjoying what I'm playing, and it's it's good. Good, good start. I'm glad you guys like it. I've played it, like I said, i played it twice. I enjoy it, and even this time, I've enjoyed it my third playthrough as well. Um, I agree, Christian. Like, you know, as soon as you get into it, it feels like an Annapurna game. Kind of like a Devolver game feels like Devolver. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Like, you, you just kind of, you know, you know it when you see it. Um, so it definitely feels good. So to what Preston was, oh, go ahead. Sorry. So I just wanted to add one more thing to that. Is this, and it, 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 it is not the case on this game, but I will say, and this goes for Devolver and them too. There's a certain point where I think this is going to start wearing on me. Not in this mm-hmm. game, but as releases go forward, where I'm going to be like, guys, it's okay to do something else. Like you don't have to do the right. same thing over and over again. But yeah, because like I like you know, Devolver is a great example of another one. Like now they're branching out a little bit. Like you know, Angerfoot is not like anything mm-hmm. they've done before, right? So like, there's other stuff that they've been doing that I can get down with. But like. They just had a recent release that was like Wizard with a Gun or whatever, and if you told me that that was a Cult of the Lamb, uh, like DLC pack, I'd hundred percent believe you. Like I'd be like, "Yep, for sure, that looks just like mm-hmm. it." And then you get and you're like, "No, it's totally different. okay." Like, it's the same thing. It's like you know, especially to your point, Preston. Like when you get shot up and you go to the next part, like you're just like, and the music starts to swell or whatever. Yeah, you're just like, "Oh, this is another game that you guys have produced, basically." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's, I, I will give it one critique, and this is a, a weird little thing, but when Preston said Zelda, it kind of reminded me of something I was thinking about earlier. I wish with the Spirit Mask it served one other function, and when we first got in, I would have thought it was cooler if the antagonist showed up and you could not understand what he was saying. If he was just there, if he killed the Eagle Mother, if he smacked you around, you're just like, what? yo, like, what the hell is going on? Like, I know you're bad, but I don't know why. Like... Throughout the world, you find these big stone tablets that give you lore. It would have been cooler if you found those and that unlocked the language or sure. gave you more. Oh, sure, yeah, language. that'd be cool. That could have that would propel ex- exploration, and right. I think it would have been like a, just a fun little touch, right? Then in your next playthrough, maybe you get to see what Troy Baker is saying. Some of those those early cutscenes, like full. Right, like yeah, like full on thing. Yeah, I could see that. That would have been cool, especially because this game is short enough that you can get through it pretty quickly, right? Sure. Once you know yeah. what you're doing and how to traverse, it's like really easy. So we're we're introduced into the plateau, and um, this is where our playthrough times differ a bit um, because the the map is pretty big. 
and you see not just our place, but like it pans up and you see the red steps, you see the snowy mountains, whatever they're called up top. And then floating above everything is like this big fiery floating island. And that is where we need, no, we need to get to because that's where this evil is emanating from. But before we can do that, the Troy Baker decides to uh, call on these different deities. So he is essentially corrupted the four other deities on the island, which are all the Eagle Mother's offspring, all of her kids. And the first one is Cernos, which is a spirit elk. But the spirit elk has been corrupted, so instead of being like a nice, pretty, like bringing to life spirit elk, it is just full of fire. Has He has six legs, that's normal in, in this, but like on each leg he has like two eyes on either side. So like, he has like six eyes on him and you're just like, what is going on? Right. And, and on top of all of that engulfed around him in a huge sphere is just like corruption, like red flames. And it's, it's like a red, yeah, it's like, a, it's, it's like a red storm. And I thought that's, I think that's a really cool touch because like the, the open world is big enough. I don't know how you guys did this, right? You, you get pulled into the storm first. It's part of the game. It teaches you what happens when you're okay. in the storm We'll go there. So when, you, when you're pulled into the storm, the mechanic is Cernos is looking around with his eye. If the light is on you, you can't move. If you don't move, he can't see you. If you move, it will instantly kill you. But there's no death in this game, just in case you guys, if you didn't die, if you maybe die later, you'll find out. I died. You do not die. Okay. I say you do not die in this game. You are collecting little yellow, like, coins essentially that build up and once you fill up the bar that gives you a second jump on your eagle like it'll bounce yeah. up one more if you die that's what you lose mm-hmm. so it's like there's no real penalty you can you get some back you've collected. yeah i yeah. had a real irritating thing happen in this part which was mm-hmm. so the game yeah you get pulled in the storm and it tosses the eagle very far away and then it's like the eagle's basically crying out like please come help me it's very sad. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do this. But then the game says, like, you know, hey, when you're in the light, don't move. And then Cernos won't be able to see you. And I'm like, okay, cool, I can do that. Except that as I'm walking, there's a certain point where Cernos starts walking towards me. That happened to me. So I start to, like, dude, mm-hmm. fucking piss me off. And so I'm starting to, like, walk to the side. The light goes on me, so I stop because the game told me to stop and not move in the light. He just walks straight forward and walks into me, so there's nothing I can do. And then as soon as he walks into me, he's like, I see you now, and then explodes. I'm like, so then what the fuck was the point? Like, I like, what we was I supposed to do here? Probably. It's just, yeah, fuck that. Like, if I... I- you did get stuck in a bad spot because I uh, had something similar happen, but I was off enough to where he walked by me. He might have passed me by inches, but he didn't touch me, so I was... I was free. Like yeah, from then fine. on, I made sure that I wasn't anywhere in his path as far as, like, possible. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a tree somewhere that's going to be in between you and me, probably, if I can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and so, essentially, what's happening in those times is, like, the eagle is being corrupted, and you have to quickly save the eagle. I guess not quickly. There's no time limit. But you have to save the eagle without being seen. Um, so when you get the eagle, that's where Preston was talking about. You can rub its chest and its wings to rub out the corruption, controller is the same as the mouse you rub it high you rub it low it follows you and you have to like do it all which is it's it's just a fun little touch like yeah. if you're gonna make me do this at least like do a little pet friend yeah 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 so cool little touch but that's what we're introduced to these this corruption now what i was gonna say is the open they do a good job the open world is big enough to where the corruption can be in one area 
and you could completely be exploring the other area and not be hindered. So I don't know how you guys did this, but like I, the reason it took my playthrough so long is I 100% of the area because I know what I'm doing. Like I've done it. I know where sure. things are. I know what to go to. I know what to do. Even most of the puzzles I, I remember. Um, but I was able to do most of that. And if the corruption would be in the far side, I would be over here. And if it teleported, I would just leave and go to the next one and, and do what I want to do before first one, yeah. I went to the corruption. Um, but in the area, there are three huge pillars that go way up into the sky. And essentially you have to light these as a beacon and they shine light on the corruption. And the goal is to shine a light that will hold Cernos in its spot. And then you can go fight him. But in order to do that, you have to get these medallions to essentially put in the tower and light them up. And we get the medallions through random puzzles throughout the world. Now, do you guys know how many you collected in the first world? You could get 10. The 10 is the max. I think I only got like three or four. But yeah, when you feed, like when we get to the later you on only the game, need like, You only need three to get 10. Yeah, you only need three. I got, but you can get like, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a whole, the whole tower right at the very end of the boss battle and that little stage. Yeah. That tower pops up. And then it shows you all the little squares that you could fill up with all the ones you can capture. Yeah. I missed that. I got three, and I was like, three towers, yeah, three pieces, and then I jumped <laughs> Deuces. I <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there's there's ten you can get, um, and the, the way you find everything is the easiest way to find everything, just a hint for later if you want. Get to one of those towers, put on your spirit mask, and as it shoots out the waves, it'll highlight all the little areas in red. It has sonar, um, essentially, yeah. It does. It gives you a sonar. And the red doesn't necessarily mean there's a medallion there, but it means there's a point of interest there. Red or yellow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's so there's there's a few different collectibles, if you will, in these areas. So there are medallions. The medallions require some sort of arrow puzzle where you have to shoot an arrow through circles, but you may have to do something to make the circles appear. Um, there are some puzzles that are just for those yellow things. So, Christian, I assume if you just got the three pieces and left, you had, like, one feather jump, right? I have two. I two? Because you, you get the one feather jump just by virtue of playing the game, and then when you beat, when I beat Cernos, Cernos you gave me enough to, enough, yeah. Yeah. to, uh, to so get I, a second one. So I have three, because, like, okay. th so that's one thing you'll get. You'll get enough of those to get another one if you want. Um, the max at the end of the game is ten. I don't know what you'll end up with if you go straight through without collecting stuff. Um, those puzzles are actually pretty easy, but those are more fun because they vary collecting the yellow things. So, like, some of them are required to stand on a, 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 a light circle, and then there will be bells in front of you, and they'll light up in a different pattern. You just have to shoot them in that pattern, and you'll get them. Others are races, almost. So, like, yellow butterflies will appear, and you jump in the butterflies, and you have to use them. I did do one, one of the butterfly ones. Didn't have yeah. one of those, yeah. Those get tough. But then there's also random ones that you wouldn't expect. So, like, um, if you did some exploring, there's one area where there's, like, a building or a building built into the wall of the mountain. And outside is, like, a huge, long pathway of water. And then it goes out to each side. And if you look, just like we've all played Zelda, we know there's, like, every 10 feet there's a pillar. But on the very end, one of them is lit. So yeah. if you go to the very end and shoot it, it just goes bing, 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 all the way it lights it all, and that's what you get as a reward. So that's the second type of collectible. The third type of collectible in this game are the lore tower, or the lore tablets that just tell you more. And I think if you're not exploring, that's probably what you're missing the most of, because they do some really cool things in the world. So in the plateau itself, there's a prison. There is a monastery 
Um, and there's one other, although the Colosseum, Colosseum's where you have the boss fight. The monastery, we'll talk a little bit about the religion, about how, like, the hunters have come there and they're all trying to, you know, get rid of the corruption, but nobody's been successful. The other one is interesting because at the prison, you walk up to it and there's a ton of skeletons just at the, at the front with, like, javelins out of them and so on. And as you start, like, reading the bodies... Essentially, this antagonist has corrupted some of the hunters, and they were fighting for him. So there was a, a little bit of a battle between the hunters that were trying to save the Eagle Mother and the ones that were corrupted that are trying to bring on this corruption in the world. So just little stuff like that. I mean, there, there's not a whole lot of story beyond you as the hunter and the antagonist. But if you do some exploring in the next areas, there are some cool little, like, puzzles and areas you can find um that just add to the this really cool world that i think they built so upon getting three of those medallions or 10 whichever you want to do no big deal <laughs> you put them in the towers cernos gets trapped i didn't even and then see you... another one dude like i literally like i that was yeah. sort of my thing it's like i i was i can get into more later but was, yeah i i didn't even see any of those extra ones like i ran around because you can use the vision to, like, mm -hmm. see where the towers are at, right? So, like, I would, wherever I was at, I would put the vision thing on. I would see where the next tower was, and I'd go, okay, cool, I'll head that way. And then I would just start running. And if I saw something on the way that looked cool or whatever, then I'd stop and do what I was doing, do it, and then go. But that's, le legitimately, that's how I found the butterfly thing, is I was running along to one of the towers. I saw this little, like, golden cloud sort of sitting below. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll drop down, do it. And then I was like, okay, cool, I got some the fucking coins or whatever. And I was like, mm. sweet. And then I just kept going. I genuinely did not run into a single other thing like on my way to a, those towers. A general so you you're not locked out. Like if you you know, if the bug hits you towards the end of the game, you can always come back. Right. Once you get more of the traversal, you can come back and you can move beyond the area. So you're not locked out of anything. But a general rule of thumb, uh, just to make it easy, is if you're at one of the towers and you do like the sonar thing. A big building will have one of those. A monastery, a jail, a coliseum, uh, a ruin, but like a big ruin will have it. If you see something small that just lights up red, it's probably some of those gold coins or something mm. like that. Um, so just like if you're up there and you're like, that looks bigger than normal or like I see that above the trees, I have a good idea there's a medallion over there. So, um, but yeah, so we're introduced to our first boss fight against Cernos and I will say I really enjoy these boss fights. I don't remember all of them. I remember two specifically this one. And I think the third one, um, it might be the next one, but like, I remember it because it's pretty distinct. Like, the whole Cernos, when you get into the corruption, you're ready to fight him. He just runs. He just takes off. He's like, no, like I'm going to keep bringing corruption to the world. And it doesn't fight you directly. You have to use that movement to chase him. And I don't know how long it took you guys. It took me a while. Like, I feel like I chased him all over. Yeah. So I think this is, I, and again, this is just me because I, I don't know how I make this happen in games. There is, like, really aggressive rubber banding that happens in that fight. Yes. So yeah, yeah. I, the way I finished it was that, this like, where you can get in on him at was, like, I was at the tower that's, like, closest to right there. So oh. I jumped off and just used the eagle to glide, like, in. And I was on top of him. Like, I'm talking, like, I'm over him while I'm in the air. 
And then he literally just is like, whomp! Like, I mean, like, I'm faster than I've seen anything move in that game. And, like, it just <laughs> throws him forward. And so I have to start running and catch up to him. And I'm like, meh. Again, not a big deal. I know sequencing in games is hard. Like, I'm not. It's whatever. That's how you solve a problem. That's how you solve a problem. But I, like, I landed and I was like, oh, I, I, dude, I'm about to get some shots off on you. I already know. Like, I'm very close. And he was just like fucking and i was like all right and so then i had to chase him down to get it up so i don't think that's not i think that's by design i don't think you're meant to to get to him pretty easy i will say that during that fight one of the frustrations that i had was that they're also very specific at the distance that you need to be to hit him yes but it it's not always in line with the distance of how far your bark bow can go i was shooting uh, speed boost things that were f- in front of him. But oh, weird. I still, but I was not getting a target on his legs. And I'm like, the eyes don't open up until you get like a certain proximity to him. And I'm like, guys, yeah. if I'm shoot, come on, if I'm shooting a thing that's way in front of him, let me fucking eyes hit his legs. Open. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's and that's the point. Like the the point of the fight is you run beside him and then you shoot the six eyes, three on each side. And each time you do, it kind of slows down. They add a couple of fun mechanics. One fun mechanic, just one simple. He jumps, shoots out a ring of fire. You jump over the ring of fire. Otherwise, it slows you down. You have to start the process. Not over, yeah. but like from a from a back area. So um, once you hit him enough, he's just out. He's like, I was not expecting you to be this good. I'm gone. And where does he go? He goes to the biggest building on this island, which is the Colosseum, aptly named. Because that's where the fight really like proper kicks off and this will be the loop i mean clearly this is the loop get the medallions light the towers chase the boss then they go to their arena once you do it um and the arenas vary each time which is what i think are really cool like some of the things that they do so this first fight you're in the circular arena with him and pretty easy shoot the shoot the eyes on his side jump over the fire until um you turn into a ganon fight from ocarina of time where you've hit him enough and he shoots one big lightning flame ball at you and you just like ricochet it back, hit him in the eye, do that three times, and it's it. I did all of this stuff without dying because I've done it three fucking times now. Right, pretty simple. Um, but we'll stop there. So like, how did you guys fare in the fight? What did you think of the fight? Um, how did it go for you? Mine was pretty quick. That was honestly the quickest part of this whole playthrough for me. Yeah, no, it went pretty quickly. Um, I didn't die. Mm-hmm. I know I had a little bit of an uh, issue, like, not issue. I had a little bit more, took a little bit more time to get caught up to him. But again, as mm-hmm. Christian was saying, there's a lot of rubber banding that's involved with that. Um, but it's uh, it was a lot of fun. I liked how they used the traversal and the speed mechanics because it felt fucking amazing to do. And for you to do this in a boss fight, that's as far as, like, the first phase of it, if you will, um, was a lot of fun to go through. They ended up that extra mechanic of jumping over it, which of course you hit. I don't hit. Do the first one. I'm like, okay, okay, circle over fire. I'm gonna jump over that next time, sure. Um, and then you're going through and you're kind of just taking them out. It feels really good. You're going moving fast. And then phase two, you go to the Coliseum. Um, it took me a second to figure out how I was gonna get behind them because you don't immediately get an opportunity to get those lay eyeballs. Uh, when you're in the Coliseum, you have to go through the first thing. You know, he volleys the fire at you. Yeah, you're moving out of the way of that. He does the ring of fire again, too. Cool. You jump over that. And then um, he leaps at you. And then that's when you can kind of get off to the side because he will stay in that position for a hot second so you can get one of those eyeballs out. Um, there's a couple times to where, like, I didn't exactly know where I was going. And I kind of would, like, either 
I jumped back or I would jump underneath him kind of deal and I wasn't in the right spot to get those eyes. They do give you a good hot second to get to it, so that's nice. Um, and a lot of times yeah, if you're no. jumping in the air and using your bow, it will give you a slight slowdown. Um, so that way you can kind of give it a second to kind of figure out where you're going to shoot, things of that nature, which is nice. Um, it's not a super, super huge slowdown, but it's nice. But it's, yeah, there's a couple times where like, oh, I'm on the wrong side because I got all these eyeballs. Let me try to get over there real quick uh, so I can shoot the other side. But it's, I didn't die uh, during this boss battle. Uh, he got me that one time when the first cloud hit you and he's searching for you. But other than that, no. Um, I did get hit a couple times where it started getting pretty red around the screen. Uh, how... When it comes to those boss battles, obviously, like, it's not a one-hit kill like it is when he's searching for you. Do you know how many times you have to get hit before it puts you back to a checkpoint, or...? It gets very red. Like, it, it, it will yeah. encompass, like, the I whole assume screen. maybe a so two if or you, three if you only had If you only had a little bit, you would have been fine. Gotcha. My, my guess is probably three. Yeah, my guess is around yeah. three hits, if I had to guess, yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, the exploration, I didn't do a lot. Like, I kind of... The way I was saying you guys in the text message, like it seems like Alex obviously scraped it for 100%. Christian kind of went to where it was natural. Um, there were a few points to where I was like, I see something over there. I'm like, I'm going to detour a little bit because I do see something glowing over there. And it's a nice little cave area. Not cave area. A nice little section with like a building. And um, there's like a hole on top. And then I had to figure out how to get into that hole. Um, there was also those little fire uh, torch sections to where you blow your arrow. Tosses it all through there and kind of goes bink, 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 bink. Lights up all yep. those and get a little coinage. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, I know I loved it. Uh, like I said, traversal in the next, comments. in the next areas, I would encourage you don't scrape or, or do. No, I'm going to explore a little more for sure. But, but if you see the big, like the two or three big buildings per area, those are kind of fun. Only if you, even if you just run over there and like check out the architecture, because like there is architecture to them, right? Like it's not ruins. Yeah, if I like saw bigger the prison buildings in the monastery, I would definitely try uh, to go into them. Yeah. Just for, like, the the world building, like, they do some pretty cool ones throughout that are just kind of like, oh, this is pretty. Like, it's different. It's pretty. It's fun to see. That is the more obvious point of getting those sigils. Like, it's because because mm -hmm. you go to smaller sections, you don't know if it's going to be one of those medals or sigils or if it's going to be, like, the currency or whatever in here to get, like, the extra jumps. It doesn't, like, telegraph to you what that section is going to have for you as far as what you're going to unlock when you do whatever puzzles in that small section. Um, so the bigger sections are definitely going to give you a little more lore for sure, but also you're most likely going to get one of the sigils there. Um, also, getting like, all ten does give you something. Oh, I'm sure it does. But I, I forget. I forget what it gave me. I'll look. Maybe it like, it. An like a blessing or something yeah. like that. The only reason I know that is because I, when I loaded up today, I saw Alex's achievements, and it was like there was one for cleansing the elk, and there's one for getting the blessing of the elk, whatever oh, that okay. is. But uh, so. Outside of those pillars that give you the story, there's also a lot of dead bodies around that have like little orbs around them too. They give you a lot of the story. Yeah, of, like, I saw a bunch of those. Th those are nice to have too. So if I, like those are kind of things where like if I see it, I'll go after it for sure. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll do a little more exploring. This time I was doing like laundry in between. I was kind of watching my record time. Like oh, we're getting a little two hours. When I edited down all the pauses that I had, it was like an hour and fifteen or something like that. So I'm like, okay, if I was playing this without pausing for laundry, what I would have done is I would have finished that whole area as far as the boss and everything. And then before I went to the red steps, I would have gone and like, okay, well, let's just explore this area a little bit more. Now we don't have to worry about the fucking cloud or anything like that. I can go and take apart some stuff. There was a couple of things I got on the way to the thing that shoots you up or lets you go across the bridge. The the gift of the elk, um, when you get all 10, it makes my my uh, bar, it recharges automatically. Oh, nice. So I don't okay. have to shoot stuff to recharge it. It'll just recharge by itself. Ooh, Sick, okay. 
that's what it is. So, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, good section. Cool. What about you, Christian? Where were you at this fight? How'd you do? Uh, good. Pretty, I mean, I just the mechanic just, is yeah. easy. So yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have any issues First with the fight. My only problem is it was just it was random nitpicks. I like I, I don't like rubber banding. Like if I can smoke the boss, just let me smoke it. Um, yeah. I don't like time gated stuff. Like when I'm over there, like if I have the time, let me shoot all the like if I'm right there, let me shoot all three legs or whatever on one. Like, Agree. Don't don't, do one don't let me time. do one. Yeah, yeah. Just let me do um, all six or all five. But I know I they it, you know makes the fight more cinematic and that's what they want to do and blah, blah blah. I just that's just not to my taste. But you know some people dig that. It's totally fine. Um, yeah, enjoy. That was is very good so far. I'm very excited. It's uh, so far. I the the setting is very interesting. Like I think it's mm-hmm. it's it's a cool setting and a cool premise. Um, the music and art is on point, like it always is in these games. Like it's not, you know, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. The the thing that changes the most will be that second phase. And I, I think it's the next one that I really, really enjoy. Okay. Um, e- either way, in our next playthrough, we'll hit it. It's either the second fight or the third fight. But, um, I thought it, it's really fun because it's, it's a much different arena than the big circular open arena, which I think is uh, creative and fun. So yeah, that's where we're at. Um, once we do that, we once we defeat the elk, um, it changes. All of a sudden, the corruption is gone. The sky lights up. It's no longer dark in in the plateau. It's pretty and sunny. It makes it a little easier to see some stuff. And um, the elk itself turns into a spirit. And then I assume you all did this part. You chase him, right? Same sort of thing. Did did you do all of? Did you not do that? Neither of you did that. I don't. Okay. Didn't know that you could. It didn't even him. give me the option. Yeah. I. It literally was okay. like it said. The land is free of all this corruption. It's awesome. Okay. Drink some water. Uh, you say certain else. It drinks some water. It it disappears and then so. you get launched into the the thing. Yeah, so yeah. This is very clearly one hundred percent thing. So blessing or it, it is the yeah. blessing. So if you if you get all ten talismans, that's fair. I forgot it. You gotta chase it, right, 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 guys, right, guys. Hold so it, it's kind. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. So um, what'll happen is the elk. Once you get all ten, he'll appear below and he'll be his spirit form. So he's huge and he's blue and astral. And you jump down, and he takes off running. So then you chase him for also a good decent bit. But like what he does, he runs you around the map to where he was slain, and he'll stand there. When you get there, all of a sudden this massive, like biggest thing on the map in this area appears, and it's his skeleton. And, like, the Shit. skull is massive and, and so on. And, he, of course, he, you cleanse the area and you get his blessing because you found where he was he was slain. But it's just a really cool, like, thing to see as it just appears out of nowhere. It just is, you can now see it from the sky. You can run up on top of it and, and so on. Uh, plus, you get the buff, which is cool. But, yes, I forgot that was after you did the talisman. So, once you, once you do that, you run to the big light pillar in the middle of the map, and it shoots you into the sky, and what do we do? We make it to the red steps, and that's where we ended this, where we will begin to rinse repeat. I, the thing I like about this game is b- the way they do it is you can put in as much as you want or get and get out as much as you want, meaning if you want to scrape, it's going to take you six, eight hours. Uh, probably not. Probably closer to six. Um, if you don't want to scrape, it's a much shorter game, which I think is perfect for this loop because the loop is very basic. Get to the corrupted area, get three talisman, light the towers, 
bite the boss, right? If they if if they did more of that, like it would just be too much. You would be super super bored with it. Um, so I think they do a really nice job balancing. Like, hey, if you want to get through it, get the story. You can. If you want to take the more time, these little areas will vary up what you're doing. We'll give you different puzzles and so on. Um, it's just going to take longer, but it's up to you. So I, I, I like that addition. But yeah. that's, that is where we are at. Um, one thing I read, it, the reason it ended up on Apple is something the director said. He said, um, Apple saw this game and they said it fit what they wanted, which is an open world adventure game that offered a lot, but was accessible to both young and old. And I think this perfectly nails that. Sure. It's, it's open yeah. world, it's accessible to everybody. I will have my own gripes on that later. I think there's a problem fundamentally with your service when you try and cater to everybody. It's gonna limit what you can do. We'll talk about that when we're done with this with this book, with this book club, with this video game. Um, but I, I think it is really accessible. So, Next up, we are going to continue on to the, uh, to Soros. I hope I'm saying that right, because if not, the second another boss. Soros out there that, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, let me quickly just Google here um, the pathless bosses. I think we're going to do the next two, because if we do the next two, then that would leave us one final playthrough. That would be the final boss, or I'm sorry, would be the final deity and the main boss and um i don't remember how long the the main boss of the game is i do remember the main boss fight being quite a bit different you're you're not chasing him you're not shooting his eyes around the map right it's, it's quite a bit different from what you're doing which is a nice change of pace um so in this next fight we are going to do the second and the third area which is the red step for the love of God, just tell me what your stupid bosses are, which is Soro, no S on the end, Soro, and then Nimue in the Great Plains. So the Red Strip and the Great Plains that will leave us the Mountain Tundra and the God Slayer for the final part. Got it. All right, so second cool. and third areas finished for part yep. two. So our playthrough, scraping it took me about two hours. Christian ran through it, and he said it took you about 52 minutes for our first playthrough. So by that math, should put our second playthrough right at two hours, up to probably three and a half if you want to scrape everything. So if you're out there and want to play along, um, I encourage you to if you if you have access to this game. It's a fun game to play along to. I talked to Travis. He said he, he wanted to try it out. You absolutely should um, with that. If you can find it on sale or, you know, there are sites that sell it at discounted price, do that because the game's still like $40 for some stupid reason. But um, that's where we're going in our next playthrough. So yeah. any final comments, boys, before we uh, log off here today? Nope, it's been nope. good. Super excited to play more. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us in another episode of part one of our playthrough with The Pathless. Um, man, we got to get this game done because we have so much coming up in the month of December that we absolutely have to do. So, uh, yeah. Enjoy it, everybody. And Preston, you know what to do. Hit it! Thank you for listening to another episode of The Testing Room. To catch up on past episodes or check out the newest ones when they drop, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If watching is more your thing, check out youtube.com at the testing room or 
twitch.tv slash testingroompod. To leave comments and ask questions, follow us on Instagram at testingroompod and email us at testingroompod at gmail.com. See you next time.